Hello, 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 love wrestling. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It's another new episode of Between Two Beards. The biggest news of the week. The rap lost. If you've got the budget, I've got the time. There he is. Hey, boss! Good hey, boss! 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 Hey, Hello, 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 love wrestling. It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. And y'all by now better know what that means. What if they don't know what it means? What if they're not familiar? What if this is their first time, JPJ? Well, if it is their first time, then welcome. Subscribe. Click the like button. Hit the bell for notifications. But this is time for another new episode of Between Two Beards. And we got a big one tonight. We got a special guest tonight. That we're going to be bringing on here in just a couple minutes. We have Mike from the Indie Podcast from Fightful Overbooked. Very excited to have him. We're going to be deep diving into AEW. That's right. Double Spencer, your budget or is gone. nothing, which is this Sunday. Whole lot of wrestling this weekend. Whole lot of wrestling. Big Money yeah. Drew told me to blow the budget this week. So we did. did he? We did. It was his birthday. He said blow the that budget. That is true. It was his birthday. It That's what he birthday. wanted from me. So yeah. I gave it to him. What yeah, that's fair. Pluggo, first and foremost, you know the drill. How are we doing, bud? I'm doing okay. fine. I'm doing fine. It's Thursday. It's a big weekend of wrestling. My son's birthdays this weekend. Oh, son's well. birthday. I know. I got a lot of kids, so those birthdays you do popping up. You got you time. well now, not anymore. But you used to have as many kids as you had Christmas trees. Now we've got double the Christmas trees than we have kids. But I'm doing fine outside of that little controversy that the Rads started. I wasn't us. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. We didn't warn our guests that there's a chance we will get interrupted by them Rads because they obviously seem to want to interrupt and ruin our show on an almost weekly basis. They're, they're, um, they, they have nothing better to do. But anyway, it wasn't me that posted that stuff on social media. I laughed at it, though. But enough about me. How are you, JPJ? Uh, I am surviving. I don't know if you can tell by the voice. I've had I've had a rough week uh, from the sickness standpoint, but we're OK. We're surviving. I'm here. I'm playing hurt. You and our you and our guest Mike might need to, you know, carry me a little bit tonight as I probably won't be able to speak as much we as I normally do. You, uh, I'm sure our, I'm sure our, I'm sure like our Paul faithful. Pierce? Yeah, I'm sure our faithful listeners will be like, oh, JPG is going to talk less. Thank God. But, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, you guys might have to carry me a little bit tonight because uh, the voice is a little bit of trouble. But all in all, I'm feeling good. I'm excited. It's a holiday weekend, you know, and there's a whole ton of wrestling going on. We have LPW 15 tomorrow night talking about our love pro wrestling. You know, we have night of champions on Saturday, Sunday. I, I'm just calling it now. I think the Rads might end up swept. Maybe. 
Maybe. And then Sunday night, you got the double dip. Obviously, double or nothing is the more the show that most people are most excited for. And that's what we're going to be chat, uh, chatting the most tonight. But you also have NXT Battleground happening as well on Sunday. There's just a ton of wrestling this weekend. Uh, but before we bring our guest Mike on, uh, let me talk to you about our newest brand partner. And that brand partner is Betstamp. Pay the bills, baby. You got to pay the bills, man. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Betstamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use the Betstamp app to do the exact same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even when betting on the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. Thankfully, Betstamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term. On average, Betstamp users win an extra $1,000 plus yearly just by this line shopping feature. You can find the Betstamp app on your Apple Store, your Google Play Store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. That is www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using the promo code that you see right on your screen right there, Love Wrestling, and start your journey journey to successful sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, don't fret, don't be don't be worried. You can always enter our code in your Betstamp account settings afterwards. So please Go check it out. That is www.betstamp.app or on your Apple or Google Play Store. Boom. Boom. Consider your bills paid. Oh, God. That was Ryan. I'm not disrespecting anybody. I did not post anything today. It was not me that posted anything. Fair. All right. Should should we, without further ado, without further ado, Let's bring on our guest. We have, like I said, we have Mike from the Indeed podcast over there on Fightful Overbooked. We are very happy to have him. And How you doing? Official budget blown. I know. Every week we blow the budget, and we are doing it again tonight. Um, how's your Thursday evening, my friend? We're very happy to have you. I'm very happy to hear that you blew the budget to have me here. You know, I uh, I, I drive a really high price. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we look at. Spencer knows. He knows, like, you know, he asks us every Monday, I think. He's like, you have a guest this week. And he asked, he asks us out of fear because he yeah. knows never- that we're going to pull something out and he's going to be like, what the hell, guys? You know, hey. like, we got to, you know, but. But well, he's uh, busy this week. So we he might is. He's, a, he's that. busy doing like, that uh, this- wrestling promoter gig this week. So we were like, <laughs> the hey, key is. The- Although Ryan's getting angry. The memo, if the check hey. hasn't got to your offices yet, Ryan, that's on Alice, our accounting lady, yeah. and I'll take care yeah. of that. We'll look out if you if you didn't get your funds, we will uh, we will definitely look into that for sure because that is not something we try. That's on Spencer. Yeah, man, that they're is... totally paying me to be here right now. Totally paying <laughs> me to be here. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Um, so, you know, when we reached out to you and we got you on, you uh, you let us know that you were pretty jacked up to talk some AEW. I uh, am, yes. Yeah, and yeah. you were pretty jacked up to talk some Double or Nothing. Yeah, man. Uh, which is happening this Sunday from <laughs> uh, the T-Mobile Arena in yeah. Las Vegas, Nevada, where it has been almost every year in Las Vegas. So every year, actually. Is that good or bad? Every year. Do you think that's good or bad, guys? I think that's I'm going to go question. Okay, here's the thing. Off. Oh, no, no, you're good. 
And we, maybe we'll, we'll let Mike answer first, but I, maybe he should. He's the guy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. I'll, yeah. Well, I'll leave it to you. Do you think <laughs> it being in the same place? And I guess we could probably say all out as well. Cause it's been in Chicago. Like, do you think they should switch it up occasionally and maybe like not have the same destination for an every year show? Uh, well, so on a personal level, like as a low income Canadian with no travel budget, I don't care because I just order it and I'm mind you, you know, get some di- some different crowds would be nice. But I they do it with full gear and revolution and then kind of having yeah. the two static pay-per-views that almost have like a home base to them. Mm. I kind of I like the idea. Also, yeah. you know, perhaps some. Toronto is getting forbidden door recency bias because that's only an hour away from me now. Mm. Might, right. you know, uh, that might have played that might play a hand into it for me. Yeah, you know, for sure. now that we're seeing some love up in in my in my neck of the woods, as yeah. well but, as as well as they feel like they might be adding some shows here mm-hmm. and there based on the news that we got. Well, officially got. Yeah. last week last week and this yeah. week they he kind of added a layer to it the collision's starting so maybe that'll make you know warrant some more shows yeah. in different areas which and, will make it a little easier because if that was the main when it was the main four when it was just those it's like well, okay if you're going to vegas or chicago that's it that kind of leaves a lot of the country out of the mix for yeah. the other two i mean i, I think <laughs> the thing that they have going for them is the two shows that do have the home bases they're usually on they are on the holiday weekend so not everybody gets the holiday off or the extra day off. I understand that's not an every job type scenario, but it does, you know, if, if you do have the holiday weekend off and you are a diehard wrestling fan, you might say, okay, I'm going to go to Chicago for Labor Day weekend this year and try to go to All Out, or I'm going to go to Vegas for double or nothing. You know what I mean? Ryan, so I Ryan's think, saying you know, a casino themed pay-per-view should be in Vegas. but That's what he's saying, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. The thing about the holiday weekend, though, and also, again, like, I have no travel budget, so to me, means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. But on the holiday weekend, somewhere like Las Vegas is a, uh, that's a pretty hot travel yeah. destination. Sure. So I can imagine that even if there wasn't double or nothing in Vegas this weekend, just going to Vegas this weekend costs objectively more than any other weekend mm-hmm. in the month of May. Yeah. So maybe for the sake of people who do want to travel the shows, like that's a, you know, like, it, I don't know, traveling to like Vegas on a long weekend is kind of steep. Oh, yeah. So oh, for sure. Chicago well, I, on Labor Day weekend, probably not as much of a tourist hotbed, you yeah. know, so like that one's probably fine where it's at. But like, I think moving it like a week or two in either direction, you probably make it accessible for more people to travel from out of state yeah you're for probably, the duration you're not, yeah you're, you are probably not well, i that. made the mistake before AEW existed was to have all these children like mm-hmm. i've got i've got one kid that's memorial day weekend and i've got another that's labor day weekend i should have thought about that when i had these kids before AEW was even a thought in my mm-hmm. eye I should have known. I should have known because it makes it hard for me because it's like, well, I can't say no to birthday parties. Yeah, <laughs> listen, true. listen, listen, guys. AW son. Yeah. You got to tell them. Yeah. Look, you got to let the kids know. Yeah. I love you. But I got, I got some stuff. Oh, I it's your birthday. Well. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Anarchy in the arena is on. Yeah. 
I mean, all right. So obviously you do the Indeed podcast. 100%, 100% misfit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plug always. You always got to blame the kids. You always got to blame the kids. The kids. It's a it's a wonderful excuse for like whatever in life. I was literally just gonna say I don't even have kids, but I know once you have a kid, that is an excuse for you to leave any event at any time or not show up to things for the rest of for the rest of time. You can be like, oh, kids, kids acting up. Thousand percent. Kids acting up. I gotta. I can't. I can't make it, guys. My 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 daughter's eleven, and she's like a smart ass, and she catches strays for everything around the house. But then also, I've used her as a scapegoat to get out of so much shit. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's impress. Like she's she doesn't know what kind of commission I owe her for the amount of like if I had to pay her for these things. No. And then I don't know if you plan on expanding, but once you have four, it's almost like people just realize like, yeah, Plugo has four. Plugo's not busy or no, Plugo's too busy. I'm not even going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We got the boss man showing up in the chat saying, Hey, Hey, homies, what's going on? Uh, I believe he is in, in, uh, at the LPW clandestine show, or it probably doesn't star for a little bit, but I'm sure he's there already. He's getting ready. Um, you know, we got, ready like for that said, got that big LPD, uh, you know, some, we do some independent wrestling here too, Mike. <laughs> I, I am aware. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have some DMs I've been meaning to send. Don't worry. All right, very good. <laughs> so, yeah, well, so uh, we'll tomorrow do, night yeah. we'll help you out. Just let us know. We yeah, uh, Spencer saying he's on his way to the wrestling. So yeah, tonight so there is. There we go. Uh, uh, Plugo, you go. You go. I was gonna say it's like the precursor to the LPW 15. That's tomorrow night, which is our flagship love show every month here at Love Re- Love Pro Wrestling side of things. It's the Clandestine Society slash Love Wrestling prelude which is always a good time mm-hmm. um you get to see fun things like the wiley vet jared rogers make debuts and you talked to him last i week. did i just talked that, to jared rogers awesome. on the lpw show that was released uh i want to say it was released yesterday our friends you know yeah yesterday yeah our friends sure. jack pride who was on last uh, last week he's on the show tfa yep. she's on the show michael mm-hmm. richard blaze he's on the show all of your favorite between two beards guests have been on are going to be on these shows the next two nights yep. and even those rads guys they're they're yeah. on it too i mike i gotta warn you a little bit of heat I, there yeah i got a little bit it's nuclear over oh here, it's, nuclear. it's, it's nuclear. nuclear it's mainly against plugo to be honest like even today when they were going back and forth on twitter all the Rads guys were like, this is the work of Plugo. JPJ would never do something like that. I, but I didn't even, how do you, it was not me. You like the stuff. I just, it was on our account. I don't know who posted it. I don't know. Either way. I Either simply, way. I simply posted a picture of T.Y. Jackson talking to his Rads compadres. That's all I did. Yeah. Um. So Mike, <laughs> obviously you focus or your show that you, you that you do focuses on independent wrestling, Um. but you're a big AEW guy. Um, I, I am. Yeah, it's actually uh, kind of they pulled me back into wrestling basically over the pandemic. OK, uh, were you kind of on board right at the beginning? Like, did you start watching right at the beginning or was it really? I mean, I know it was early on for them anyway, once the pandemic hit. But um, was it the yeah. pandemic that actually did it for you? Yeah, I was like, I like kind of just loosely fringe followed wrestling like casually for so I was really serious about it as a kid and then yeah. just kind of f- fell out with it in like the late, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, ca- like kind of fringe followed very casually. Yeah. And then once the pandemic hit and there was like 
uh, no live sports to run. There's mm-hmm. no shows to go to, uh, like music wise. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, oh, well, you know, what's even on anymore? And then a couple of my buddies were watching wrestling and then they were watching AW. So I happened to just find him and be like, hey, this reminds, you know, like, oh, about this. Uh, yeah. The and in ring, like in ring, I was like, this is what I've been looking for for a while. Yeah. And so, like, you know, when I, when, when so I want to dive in deeper that because you said you loved it as a kid. Were you mm-hmm. WWE, WCW, both? Like, what what was the stuff you watched when you were like younger and like super duper into it? Uh, as I grew up, uh, started watching it with my dad in like the, uh, I was like four or five, so I didn't really. I just watched whatever my dad was watching, so it happened mm. to be WWF, like okay, some early nineties. Yeah, like, I mean that's really re- when I started too. Like, I'm thirty. I'm thirty eight, so I yeah. started probably around 93 94 so the bret hart kind of era of wwe there yeah that's when i started i was like i yeah i'm 35 so it's like five in 1993 so that's about when i can remember like i remember wrestlemania 6 yeah i remember like i remember warrior because my dad my dad was all stuck my dad was all stuck because it was in toronto and he was like oh we should have gone you know i'm like yeah we should have gone what the hell (laughs) yeah for sure yeah look at it now you're like what the hell dad yeah what that yeah (laughs) come on on, man but uh yeah so there's that and then i kind of like my parents split up and i kept watching wrestling uh like i was living with my mom and i found like when i was channel surfing i found wcw so i started watching that because i really liked the cruiserweights yeah and that's yeah. what i like really fell in love with when okay. i was watching wrestling like independently on my own like out of my own tastes when i yeah. saw it for myself so then i was like i and then the nwo thing happened so i was like oh like, wcw is yeah. like the coolest shit in the world yeah, right I was now say, the nwo is like oh, the coolest yeah. thing that ever so, happened hulk hogan's bad what okay Huh? Yeah, so yeah, so I look I like religiously watch WCW live and then I'd always watch like a taped raw. Yeah. And then eventually like WCW started to oh, decline yeah. in quality. Yeah. Uh especially out of the ring. Um, yeah. and yeah. then which I like I don't really care for that that much anyway. Um, except for the attitude era, because then it was all like crass humor, which at the time was like, you know, very funny to 12 year old mike and exactly. now, i was gonna like, say yeah and now 35 year old mike looks back at it and i'm like same thing i think all three of us like we were in our teenage like, years during the attitude era and it was like this yeah. is the dopest thing <laughs> ever yeah, like, oh yeah this rules and you look at it now as an adult and like you guys are parents i'm not but yeah, you guys are parents but, now you look at it and you're like holy crap my favorite my back. favorite thing now is like when i'll be sitting watching some old wrestling and like Mrs. Pluggo will be doing her thing, and then something, of course, obnoxious like some Degeneration X jokes will pop on, and she'll be like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, oh yeah, this was like this was the norm. It was yeah, it was, it was normal back then. Yeah, you, know? you have to do that like Warner Brothers classics warning screen that like yeah. this cartoon was animated in a different time when yep. certain humor was more acceptable, and it's yeah. like, yeah, like I'm my daughter's about the age that." She's about the age now that I would have been watching that then. And if I saw her watching something like that, now I'd be like, turn this shit off. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest. Like everybody that clamors for the, for the full blown attitude error. I'm just not, that's not the vibe. Cause no. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to cover it. I wouldn't be able to, no. it's tough. It's still tough now to navigate it with kids. You'd get, like, you'd get demonetized trying to cover that. No, hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. So 
like oh this, my god yeah is that oh, we got, real? We got look at this yeah we have joe pearl friend joe friend pearl. friend joe pearl popping in and speaking of the attitude era dopeness jeremy and i are interviewing gangrel tomorrow morning that, at oh, 10 no, 15 mute, no, mute, is... him, mute, mute him mute him no self-promotion here i know right? oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but then he yeah, says yeah. that's right i just gave b2b the yeah scoops, yeah yeah so. no mute him we didn't no, mute, mute him there's no self-promotion i was gonna here. say <laughs> i saw Listen. how you treated our buddy mike here joel but we all oh i know yeah i heard about this i heard about this earlier there was a press conference on fight over and you got shunned I get, uh, say it. We're, we're not talking about it. There's okay. some fascist, uh, uh, some soon. fascist shit. Just, you, no, not this media outlet. We, they can't we, say nothing. Hey, listen. To be okay. fair, to be fair, Mike, they were not very nice to Joel either. So we're yeah, all like, about no, the love here at B two B. Yeah, but like they're not usually nice to Joel anyway. So that wasn't like a different thing from what normally happens, right? You were simply a guy, a guy in the media with a question, and they they basically see him punked you. They I didn't even like, get, I, I didn't even get to I didn't even get yeah. to ask my full question. I just got cut off halfway through it. It was like you were the you were yeah. the Nick Hausman of this interview process, but unbelievable. That is cool. Like Gangrel is awesome. Like, Gangrel, I love the brood. He's still going. It's funny, like when I. When I got back into wrestling deep like I am now, I started watching a lot more independent wrestling and like lower tier stuff because I just like when I fell back in, I was like, I'm all in across the board. I don't even care. And like I was just cruising some MLW one night and like mm -hmm. all of a sudden Gangrel popped up out of nowhere. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's yeah. still, going? still going. This is amazing. And the fact that th he's going to be on Fightful Overbook tomorrow. During every, my during my big work meeting, so I'm gonna have to figure that out. <laughs> every four to six months, he just like turns up somewhere, hits an impaler, and fucking walks off in the sunset. And it's honestly like, I think at this stage in his career, that's like <laughs> the best. It's the best. It's yeah. Joel saying that Gangrel is the head trainer at Coastal Championship Wrestling as well. So, so there I'm you seeing go. I'm seeing the Misfits say Joel is a fake fightful champ. I'm seeing Ryan say that Joel deserves an out of is Ryan saying Joel deserves the championship, deserves no, the I Gangrel think interview, or just deserves that Joel probably deserves the hate. I don't I believe I, I think Joel has always been nothing but an upstanding citizen to me. So I don't uh, know where same, that's coming from. Same I uh before before I was ever with before I was with Fightful Overbooked and I was still doing the show on Body Slam, I went to the first Dynamite in Toronto. Nice. And I was outside and I was just hanging out with my friends and uh, I like was talking to Mel Coleman out there and then I happened to notice that I was like that guy looks familiar and it was Joel and. Yeah, no, and so I can't ever have bad things to say about Joel because he was just so nice when I met him. Yeah, amazing. I, I, yeah, I shared a hotel similar. room with him and Spencer. Uh, SummerSlam 2021 in Vegas. We were just talking about Vegas. We're going to be talking about Vegas again in Vegas. Um, and that was the weekend that CM Punk came back. So I, we I, won, I once upon a time DM'd with Joe Pearl. So I feel like we all, yeah, we've all been there. Days. He said 800 days as Fightful <laughs> Champion tomorrow. I will now. say this. I've never and then, seen uh, Joe Pearl and Misfit Joe says and Joe he's the Roman Reigns of Fightful. So does that mean, should we acknowledge Joel Pearl? We should acknowledge Joel Pearl, but also what we should acknowledge is that uh, Joel should now add another wrestler to the list of wrestlers that Joel Pearl has to wrestle. Fair. And uh, 
I think him and Roman have to have a unification match. I think so. For I think the WWE. I mean, Roman, Roman just hit a thousand days title. yesterday. Today is Roman Reigns' birthday. So, so in a unification North, match would be wonderful. Yeah. Between in Joe North American wrestling, it's like Roman Reigns, Joe Pearl, and like Camille. Yeah. For like the longest reigns. Well, I guess if you wanted to say Braun Strowman's greatest Royal Rumble championship. There you go. The one. College Joe Pearl. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's clipping that, I guarantee you. Oh, 100%. 100%. He's like, look at these guys over here. They they acknowledged me. They acknowledged me over there. Damn it. You guys don't acknowledge me here ever. All you do is shit on me. But they acknowledge me. It's like that. It's like that episode of the league where they're like the other league is treating Andre super well. Yeah. Speaking of leaving. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, see how they treat me over there in love wrestling? And then yeah. I come over here to Fightful, and you guys dump all over me for all, all I do. They're acknowledging yeah. me. They're throwing up the ones. Um, we, we acknowledge Joe Pearl here on Beers. 100%. And I know you said you're a big music guy. I do want yeah. to talk about music at some point before this show ends tonight, because me and Plug are oh. also big music people. I grew up, you know, we're around the same age. I was a pop punk, post-hardcore, emo-ish, screamo-ish, you know, metal at time. That was my kind of wheelhouse, so I kind of I want to talk about some music later. But Sweet. You, so you said, kind of fell out. You paid attention. I, I had a similar window. I only fell out for like three or four years, but I had a similar window where I watched it to like right the beginning of the John when John Cena was like the rapper John Cena. That's probably when. So it was before he became John John Cena, but he was still rising. I probably started to fringe. I would I he would read the dirt John sheets. Cena? Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, He's from okay. literally twenty minutes. New, West Newbury is twenty minutes. South West of me, right? Yeah. yeah, they don't. I, every time I drive into West Newbury, how is it not on the sign where it says "Welcome to ne- West Newbury, home of John Cena"? Because you can't see him. True, but how, how do you, you know? Not see, what, what else has West Newbury done? Come on, he came anyway. out the womb. You couldn't see him. The doctor's That's like, true. "Did you just give birth?" That's true. Um, but you, so you said you kind of fringed, and then you saw yeah. AEW, and that yeah. kind of revitalized so, your watching of wrestling. So, what about AEW really stuck out to you? Well, so how it went, how it kind of went down was uh, like mid mid two thousands. WWE was the only thing I could watch on TV, yeah. and it wasn't great uh, at the time, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> it was pretty fucking bad. Fair. Yeah. yeah. So, and there was a homie at work that I was talking about wrestling with, and uh, he, so he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, if you're I, like, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, stop watching it. Also, because I started like playing music and you know doing, uh, you know, touching grass basically. Yeah. Um, and then he hit me with a DVD binder that had a bunch of like Ring of Honor shows and DVDs in it, and that yeah. like that kept me in the game for like three more years <laughs> at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. And then, uh, but then, yeah, once I stopped working there and like didn't have access to his DVDs, I was like, I'm not going to spend money on this myself. And yeah. I didn't have a computer. I, you know, haven't like not good. Uh, yeah. Not, not great circumstances. Uh, and then, so I just didn't watch much stuff, but I'd like fringe follow it. Like I'd watch pay per views at friends' houses mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah. Outside of that, like not really. Uh and then yeah, AEW my buddies were just like streaming it in Discord and watching it together. And I happened to like 
open the stream because they sounded like they were having a really good time and i got fomo and yeah saw a young saw a young bucks match and i was like oh shit this is like those roh dvds i used to watch and i love it so then i've just been hooked ever since and then yeah because there was nothing to do during the pandemic i just like i was like all right well i have this ample amount of free time where like i'm not even working right now mm-hmm. i'm just gonna start watching as much wrestling as i possibly can and i my wife will attest to this begrudgingly that i probably watched like six or seven hours of wrestling a day some days just because wow. i was like falling down these black holes of like where yeah. this guy come from where this guy come from where this guy come from and i just started watching yeah. as much shit as i could like i have the key is you gotta you gotta sleep i had to ease my wife into it like i didn't tell her about my nerdism until oh yeah that, we were married that was the best part she was we were we were together for like nine years and she had no idea that i used to like wrestling when i was younger and that this would happen and now she's like oh uh what time are you talking about wrestling on the internet tonight so i know not to like come into our room to get changed or something yeah and i'm like but we need the views Uh, (laughs) oh no yeah i I did the same thing like i i would like yeah i just like got back into it but she kind of knew, but then like one day I was literally on my phone tweeting about wrestling and I hadn't told anybody at this point that I was like fully back into like covering it. And like, I was the type back then where it was like, if this is dumb, I don't, I, I always don't like the negativity of like, don't say that, don't do that. So I just do. So like, she looks over my shoulder and I put my phone down. She thought I was cheating on her. I mean, yeah, oh, that no. would be the initial reaction. <laughs> yeah, that I was like, if you look over I, and someone slightly puts no. the phone, over, what the hell yeah, are you doing? Yeah, she goes, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I go, nothing. And she goes, well, why'd you put your phone down like that? And she's not the jealous type. Also, but like, but she thought it was weird. And I go, this is gonna sound really dumb, but I was tweeting about wrestling. Here's what I've been doing. I don't even want to begin to bring up the commentary that that opens up about the stigma, like the the stigma against being a wrestling fan. Yeah, <laughs> where like you 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 act you act in such a way where your wife thought you were cheating on her to hide that you were just watching some wrestling on your phone. Well, for me, yeah, it, wasn't, it, like, was, it was yeah. For me, it was like when I started the I started a wrestling page as like an outlet for this to put mm-hmm. it out there and see where it would go. And it was always like, well, maybe if I fall out of love with wrestling again, I don't want to tell a bunch of people about it. And then like all of a sudden drop off the face of the earth with it. So, and then, like I said, it is the wrestling side of it. Like some of this stuff is so out there that it's hard. Like try explaining like Dan Housen to, to a non wrestling fan. Right. Mm-hmm. So like oh, having having that conversation and then thinking about tweeting it, it was more like I might as well just tweet the thought and then see what happens and not have the stigma of like my wife going, "What the hell are you talking yeah. about?" So, it's always I, it, go ahead, I have yeah, sorry, su- I have such an example of that, and it is uh, in October when my friends from Michigan drove up here. They brought me a present, and it, it was something they ordered off of uh, the AEW shop for me, and. Uh, and they gave it to me. I I had to explain it to my wife, and it was a scissor me daddy ass shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, like she gets it now. Yeah. But when I'm like, so there's this guy yeah. named Daddy Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just that off the jump. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy Ass. And it's like where like, eventually we got there, 
Yeah. It it took more than like one time of fucking trying to get through this because you're like, this is absurd. And just walked off like twice. <laughs> but it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Yeah. Um, it is it is funny though being wrestling fans that like, you know, whenever you're if you start a new relationship or you start. It's like one of those things where you have to like plug goes like, oh, what? Like he's like, I didn't tell her right away. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like yeah. we have to have that in our brains where we're like, OK, when's the yeah. right time to spring on them that like four nights a week? I'm unavailable to do anything like I'm not going to be <laughs> boyfriend she... Joe. I'm not going to be boyfriend yeah. Joe four nights a week because I got to be in front of my couch watching pro wrestling yeah like you 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 farted in front of her before you divulged oh, thousand the percent. fact that you watched a tv show a couple times a week a thousand percent like a thousand percent. <laughs> well it's it's just percent. like with it's just like with anybody you meet out in the in the wild that's not in this in this realm that goes wrestling that that whole hogan stuff that's yeah. fake you know and then you punch yeah. them in the face and you go yeah. Hogan has a wrestling 20 years. <laughs> like yeah. this is Plugo. she still tells everybody she's like yeah he sprung that on to me way after we got married and hitched and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, my favorite part is now is like, she'll pay attention a little bit. Like I'll be watching, like I was watching impact the other night and like Eddie Edwards was on and she was like, why is that dude dressed like a can of monster? Like she has like the best. And then I have to like explain it. Where that's I'm like, amazing. That, that's what a he can does. A monster. That, what a description. She goes, that's she goes, is that condition? She's like, is that Kyle? Like, oh no, his name's Eddie. She's like, that sounds worse. Like, she has like the best commentary. I should do like watch along. You should. Yeah. 100%. That's, is she saying shit yes. like that? 100%. Yeah. Uh, we have Ryan saying, then she got mad. I think this is referring to when she thought uh, she was, <laughs> yeah. you were cheating yeah. on her. So then she got mad because wrestling's worse. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, and the my whole antithesis of wrestling media and all of this i started it in my car and she used to think i was weird i used to do like audio podcast in my car because the bluetooth the everything was perfect and it was quiet she goes why don't you just do those in here i said because i don't want you to judge me because if i can't just do me then like if i'm thinking that you're judging me because you don't fully understand what i'm doing and like it would be a lot especially when you get into independent wrestling and trying to explain like who these people are and you don't have a lot of tape on them mm-hmm. like i was like just mm-hmm. let me be now it's like like you said mike like it's second nature she knows like yeah. she actually set this up for me she like she's yeah. all in man but like yeah, she did yeah, that, yeah. She did it took it took a while and there's still some stuff like i watched uh gcw a few months the sexy eddie full moonsault she was like is that dude naked and i was like <laughs> yeah 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 did they, pla- did they plan that and i was like yeah mm-hmm. yeah sure. oh, like, yeah He's like, been look, doing look, that for decades. Like <laughs> Ciclope bit Sawyer Rex's tongue, and she was like, "Did he do?" Like she was, she, I was like, "They oh. fully explained that spot before they did it." Yeah, yeah GCW, he didn't just do yeah. that. <laughs> GCW is definitely like that's that's a bit of a like further step into the to the I'm into both there. like the ultra violent, but also just like the absurd side of wrestling. Um, I she, I yeah. would love love to hear like her reactions to uh gcw versus ddt (laughs) i'll I'll see if i i'll see if i can convince mrs plug out to do some of these watch alongs because she gets like she gets like she's like I'll, she's like, I'll shut up now. And I was like, no, I actually think that this is hilarious. This is hilarious. No, this, yeah. is like, 
No, that's my dude, favorite thing. If you yeah, did a podcast like watch alongs, talking. <laughs> yeah, like if you did watch alongs of like old wrestling events, and you were like, "Listen, we're recording this. It's you and me, and I don't want you like, don't, don't try to back. be somebody because we're recording. Like, just be natural. Yeah. Say what comes to you. That shit would be a hit, guaranteed. <laughs> People would eat that shit up. Why does he look um, like a can of monster? Like, you know what? Uh, that's he hilarious. That is hilarious. Uh, we have Blair in the chat saying hello. My we also boy. have our buddy Darnell popping in saying what's up. They're people. amazing. Uh, Blair remember, and I will be doing uh, Grainmaker. Yeah, got- we just we just did a Devil or Nothing preview for our Patreon here at Love Wrestling. So look out for that. And we have four exposure on sa- Sunday morning at nine. We're talking yeah. independent wrestling. And that's our the independent wrestling show over here on Love Wrestling. And real quick, exposure. before we keep going, because we're I missed it, Ryan. I I will acknowledge the rads. Here's oh, yeah. what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I acknowledge Joe Pearl because he's not a paper champion. Wow. If if and I will and I will go. I'm going to put it on the record because I've been thinking oh, a lot boy. about this. Oh boy! If the Rads tomorrow night can take care of business and beat Barack Garani and Shabazz, Shabazz, sorry, Shabazz, Shabazz, yeah. my bad. If they can do it and they can do it clean, I will come on this very program next Thursday night and issue a public apology to the Rads. I don't think they can do it. I don't think it's going to happen. Barack Garani has already gone on the record saying it's not going to happen, so I have nothing to worry about. Okay. You can clip that. You can take that to the bank. If they can win two matches in a row clean, by all means, I will apologize. All right. All right. I mean, hey, you heard it here first, people. You heard it here first. Uh, For anybody that just popped in, welcome. Uh, We're about to dive into AEW Double or Nothing preview here with our buddy Mike from Fightful Overbooked. Um, If you are here for the first time or you're here, make sure you you hit that bell for notifications. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribing to Love Wrestling over on YouTube.com slash Love Wrestling CA. Um, oh, Danhausen. Ah, love the Danhausen. Danhausen. Sorry. I uh oh I know what I, happened though. Yeah. You don't have to explain it to me. I know what happened though. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you might I'm, see I'm Dan, just like you. You, you might ha- you might see Danhausen like every 10 minutes or so. That's fine. I, Before, I will I, I will say it. this. You I were you were incredibly fired up to talk. Uh, double or nothing and AEW in general with us before we get like super into the card. Oh, she just her her ears must have been burning. Yeah, Mrs. Pluggo showing up right here. I was just talking about you, honey, about how you give the best wrestling commentary in the business. Yeah, and uh, how... he did tell us that story about how you said that a wrestler looked like a can of what was it? Monster? Eddie Edwards looked like a can of monster. Why is he dressed Tremendous. like a can of monster? And then I told popped, him that you us. thought you thought I was cheating on you when I was tweeting about wrestling, and and then I put my phone down because I was you know. I don't know. I guess I was embarrassed, but hey, at this hey. point, if so, it's any if it's any consolation to you, Mrs. Pluggo, I uh, I did the exact same thing to my wife. <laughs> she had no she had no idea I liked wrestling for like nine years, and then boom! boom now yeah, talking boom, about it on the that, internet. Drop that bomb on her. <laughs> drop that so, bomb on her. So I was gonna sit before my the first lady of between two beards hopped in, Mrs. Pluggo. Nice to see you, my love. Um. You were excited to talk AEW. I was excited to talk AEW. And we had a guest on last week, Jack Pride. That was an awesome interview. I ch- Everybody go check that out with the first ever LPW Scramble Champion. So we didn't get a lot. We didn't get a chance to talk a lot about what happened last week mm-hmm. leading up to uh, today. The collision got announced, and then they weren't sure yeah. Punk was there. Now Punk is there. 
Where do you land on this? Is Punk in? Is he out? And then, yeah, he waited until we were married. Yeah, yeah. He waited until we were married to tell me about wrestling. There you go. Because hey. I already am at a disadvantage. If she would have known that too, I wouldn't, there wouldn't be a Mrs. Plugo. She would have been like, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, so yeah, there's speculation. No Punk's switch. there. Punk's yeah. there. And then, oh no, that, you know, he's, he's in, he's out. There. He ruined yeah. the announcement. He didn't ruin the announcement. Like, what do you, where do you land? Because I'm a punk guy, but I'm actually getting kind of annoyed with all of it. I uh, I have like a really firm protect my like protect my sanity policy, <laughs> where I just it's crazy because you know I talk about wrestling on the internet, but I try really, really, really hard to just not. Get too too into the uh, the reading about it, but I inevitably end up doing so anyway. It's just I I just have to tune it out after a while. Um, I'm like I'm I'm happy to see him coming back. It's, oh, for sure. I'm like yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, but I'm also like, how long is it gonna last? How long? Yeah, how long <laughs> is the honeymoon? Yeah, and <laughs> that that's always like a nerve wracking feeling of how, you know, how long is it going to be before like somebody says like something super arbitrary that shouldn't matter and it becomes <laughs> another public meltdown or something or, you know, any of the, any of the other various. Uh, like it sounds funny to say, right? It sounds hilarious to you to say that, but that is 100% yeah. CM Punk as a guy. He's the reason I got back into this stuff. Because yeah, I was so drawn to him, but I, I talked about it a couple weeks ago with JPJ. Like, is he's 47, 48 at this point. Like you said, he's one misstep away from blowing it up again. Is he worth the short-term investment? Because in the long run, he's not going to be there in five years. There's not a chance in hell we're going to be sitting here in five years and go, yeah, see a punk still wrestling. Like the, the way I the way I best explained it to my friend, because uh, we are at, we were actually like just having this conversation the other day. Um, I I love watching CM Punk, but I'm always nervous for when Phil Brooks is going to show up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good no, way to put, a it. Way to put it. That's a great way to put it. We we got a couple guys. We got Hab guy popping in saying he's What's a little up, late for better than ever. We got Bebe saying the punk BS feels like the relationship that everybody tells you to leave, but you stay anyway. No, exactly. I, I am still like I'm I think that's another great way to put it too. Yeah, like I yeah. want him to show up. I want him he's, to be there. He's but different I don't this time. Deal with yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, no, it's he's different, different this time. This it's gonna be different. He's, he has yeah. his own show. He's gonna have his own people over. That's gonna be different. No. Yeah. I mean, he, hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. You know, because I like you guys. CM Punk being being back and in professional wrestling is not a bad thing. It's actually a very good thing. Mm -hmm. And there's unfinished business. I want to see him and MJF at some point finish their their business. I if people can be grown-ups down the line, FTR and Punk versus the Elite is something I would be very very interested in. Kenny and you Punk. Know? I need Kenny that and Punk one on one. Yes, I need like, that single like Yes. Before all out, I was like, "Oh my god, that's gonna happen one day, and it's gonna be the fucking best shit ever." Like, yeah. that's that's the one my like my ROH DVD. I fucking loved this guy in two thousand five when he's wearing his, you know, when he's doing his AFI entrance that people don't want to Google, and uh, <laughs> and then you I'm say like, that because when he did it. 
Yeah. <laughs> did it in AW. I was like, what is that? I was like, what is yeah. this? It's like fucking who, go on the internet, who, bro. Fucking search for it. Is, it's not hot. What is not what hot? Is, who was who was the person who tweeted? Is this a Terminator thing? <laughs> who who was that? I don't. I don't even know. Somebody in the chat's gonna know, please. Or uh, anyway, but like, yeah. So you know, seeing CM Punk there, and then uh, what was it getting? Oh, and Kenny Omega, who's like, oh yeah, my you know, arguably like every match that I would call the best match of the last like ten years. Omega, he's involved in. Yeah, he's part of it. Several um, of them, at least. Yeah. Him and the same dude are involved in four of them. Yep. Yeah. And we got Misfit oh. saying there were CM Punk chants last night after the United Center announcement. Of course, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I mean, yeah. yeah, and they're going to be. And, you know, ideally people, you know, I still think he's showing up at that night. I don't know if Tony will announce it pre. I think it would maybe be smart for them to do that. So you can, you know, you can get some more ticket sales because the ticket sales are going okay, but they're not. Well, I mean, it's not like it was the last time a United couple United years ago. Center without saying he was coming. <laughs> yes, was... but that was different. That was different than this I'm time. Still, this time I'm there's still a little bit of uh, for not going a little to bit of baggage show. coming because with it, I think the, there are people that are turned off. The couple <laughs> days before, like because they were trying to sell that thing out, they were cheap. The tickets for the nosebleeds were cheap. Yeah, I got all teary eyed on my couch. CM Punk's my dude, and now I'm like, just come back already. You're done, yeah, man. Sure, Make sure. a decision. And you know, according right. to SRS and stuff, the the return is going to be him and Samoa Joe, which is, if it happens, like that's going to rule. Like to see them wrestle again, yeah. like that. Like yeah. you talk about Ring of Honor, that's a staple of yeah. Ring of Honor is Samoa Joe and CM Punk. You know, and I get it; they're a lot older now. They're at different points of their career, oh, but you know they're going to get in the ring with each other, and they're going to be like, "Let's remind these all these bitches how we do things here." You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, plus, it's, it's been like you know. 20-ish years since you almost since you've run that match so yeah, yeah. it's gonna be incredible like, it's gonna be truly incredible there there's enough time between those ones i don't think the people are gonna be like oh not a rematch <laughs> yeah. uh, going to the well again tony Khan. i know Jesus. Yeah. no i know well that's all the right thing. Like, we'll be excited that he's back is there a chance he shows up at the no he wouldn't show up at double or nothing right I I think I, f- I feel like they'll just bring him back at the United Center because yeah like, I feel like that's the point. that's a that's a really good incentive to buy a ticket is mm-hmm. to yeah. every week of TV that passes or a pay per view that passes between now and that show that he doesn't show up just you know it let it lends more to he's going to show up here we need to get a ticket to this if so. he does not show up to the United Center if something happens between now and that event. Because all attendance, yeah. they'll sell out on the just the merit that CM Punk will be there. They pretty much would sold that. Out today. Yeah, yeah, didn't they write like today? Right, it basically got close to selling yeah, out. The pre-sale yeah. today was like um, the, they're like gone. Sold out. Yeah, because we out. talked about that when he they when he they didn't announce he was coming back. Like how it would be super malpractice on a promotions part to like sell out the United Center, not deliver CM Punk like. I just keep my fingers crossed that nothing happens between him and anybody between now and uh, June 17th. So three weeks. Or yeah, we got like three weeks, weeks or so. so. Yeah, so it's, that's it's the thing. Soon. It's like three weeks. Everybody is just going to walk on eggshells. <laughs> yeah, literally. Weeks. Everyone's going to be. What's going on? Here's the CM Punk news for today. Oh, God, he's happy today. Nope. Oh, yeah, I would bad. I would be shocked if there wasn't like Tony Khan seems to have a loose backstage. If there wasn't some kind of like, look, guys. Like just don't say yeah. anything. And I think Miss I think Misfit yeah. is pretty is pretty right here. He says in the chat that AEW wouldn't wouldn't book the United Center 
Right. They well, didn't that's what Punk. I'm saying. Like they've got him. They got him or they wouldn't have booked it because Daily Place is floating. I'm saying they've got him now. They announced it. What if something goes haywire between now and then? That's what I'm worried about. I mean, lawyer, lawyers are what happens if yep. anything goes wrong between <laughs> now and then. It's going to happen. 100%. Lawrence will be leaving us, our, our lawyer. I know, our lawyer. Yeah. But, All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, everyone's still going to be walking on eggshells for three weeks. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to believe it until kind of like last time. You know, there were, but I was one of them. I was like, I'm not going to believe it until I hear the music or I see him come out. I wish. I, I think I, that's I w- what it's going to be like. I wish I knew some kind of weird bookie that I could have placed like strange bets with because after double double or nothing that Daly's place one where they did like capacity crowds yeah like full crowd for the first time uh coming out of the pandemic when they announced that all out was in Chicago I was hammered and (laughs) I was like oh all out's in Chicago oh that punk's gonna come back (laughs) and now I'm like and then so you know the yeah that the, that rampage announcement happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, and then like you know the SRS, you know, news broke yeah, about yeah. it, and I was like, oh fuck, yeah, I could have some money on. Yeah, I could have won. Yeah. Been a millionaire. I could have won so much money from saying something just ludicrous one time. Well, just so you know, depend, you know, up there in Canada, you can use the BetStamp app to gamble on professional wrestling now. You can promo Ooh. code Love Wrestling. Just the promo code Love Re- Re- Wrestling. Then they'll set you up. If I start gambling on pro wrestling, I'm going to be divorced. (laughs) That's right. I do gamble. I can't use the BetStamp app yet because Massachusetts, like, literally just (laughs) started allowing gambling, like, um, like two months ago. Um, But yeah, I gamble on some, like, you know, regular. I don't want to say regular sports, but you know, baseball, football, that stuff. If I started gambling heavily on pro wrestling, I would even be like. Right. Honey, honey, trust me. Just problem, give me, yeah. give me fifty more dollars. I need Selena Vega to beat Rhea Ripley here. Trust me, <laughs> trust me. Oh, it God, pays yeah, out I, huge. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll bet that one would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive in. We got, we got double or nothing to talk about. Um, right now, it looks like, at least according to Wikipedia, I have uh, nine matches. I believe one of these matches will be on the buy-in, though. Um, but I have nine matches listed, and the match that I believe is on the buy-in, uh, we'll start with that one, kind of get it out of the way. It's going to be Ethan Page and the Guns going against the Hardys and Hook. That is what is on the Wikipedia. Uh, I, I was a part of Tony Khan's media call today. He was asked a question about the Hardys, um, and he said that tonight on Rampage, well, not tonight, but this week on Rampage, We'll find out kind of the the deal when it comes. Oh, I knew it. We were you just... had to open your mouth on Twitter today. You had to. I... Right? We have a guest on. I... We're here to talk about a show, and I knew. I didn't. What? I knew. Now we're going to get derailed. Mike is here. We don't have time for this clown. Well, Hello. I mean, I'm here at the LPW uh, clandestine show. Yep. What and, do you uh, want? What? I just want to say Hello. Hi, how are you? What? I can't say hi to my friends. My great friend, JPJ. Come on now. You said friends. Mike's and this, my hello, Mike. I don't, I don't know who you are yet, but I'm not going to flame you. But uh, I saw that post Pluggo. you made today, Pluggo. That was messed up. You know that? That was messed up, dog. I didn't make a post. Yes, you did. JPJ would never do that to me. What are you talking about? I posted a Me and JPJ are like this. 
I posted a picture of you strategizing with your friends. Ah, uh, okay. All I know is JPJ would never do that to me. Me and him are like this. He sent me a box of gifts, you know. We were chilling. And, uh, you know, so, like, I just wanted to come in and face you like a man and tell you that, uh, that Ben is going to kill what? you at LPW 15. Wow. You going tomorrow? Which is tomorrow, I think. You flying scared. up there tomorrow? He's still scared of me. He just said, Ben's So you better make it over you. here or you forfeit. I, oh, wow. I can neither confirm nor deny that I'll be there. Can I ask you a quick question? Before What's up? How are you feeling about your street fight tomorrow night? He was crying. Sorry, I can't hear you. What did you say? About it. How, are you feeling how are you feeling about your street fight tomorrow night? Oh, it's light work. It's going to be light work. See, we're crying on the internet today. I'm going to destroy Michael and Richard Clark. Okay. I'm going to become the number one contender and I will become LPW grand champion. It's, it's that easy. No need to beat around the bush. No need to argue and, and do all the, Hey, Hey, Pluggo, you listen, Pluggo, you, you focus. You don't you ever disrespect me like that again, Pluggo. Don't you ever disrespect me like that again. Oh, hello. We have, we have, we have a friend here. Are oh, we disrespecting T.Y. Hey. Jackson? Because that don't happen on my clock, pal. I don't know. What? I don't know. He's disrespected us. He, he I was going to say, yeah, he's boys. hopping on our show live. We got a yeah, guest but I mean, on. You, you book T.Y. Jackson. You get T.Y. Jackson. We exactly. Didn't we didn't book See, that's why me and Boris are friends. Love you, Boris. You see, you should learn a thing or two, Pluggo. We're trying to learn do a, a thing or two. Or nothing preview here with Mike from Indeed, a fightful overbooked, a reputable entertainment company. You are delusional. You are so delusional. But regardless, sorry, uh, JPJ, to, to continue your question. Um, you see, I'm not afraid of ladders. That's the thing. I can climb ladders. I can jump off ladders. If you have ladders, if you have tables, I can go through tables. I can I can use chairs. I'm resourceful. Yeah. So it's going to be light work tomorrow. And when I beat Michael Allen, Richard Clark, Pluggo, I'm going to want the biggest apology from you that you've ever given before. You you know that? I will say, just a couple minutes ago before you came on, Pluggo did say that if you and your fellow rad compadres all win tomorrow night, next Thursday, he will come on air at the top of the show and he will offer a formal apology. To all the uh, yes, smart man, smart if, man. What he Good said. That is what he said. If all of you win, not just you, all of you. Uh, and clean. No, no. Help. Why does it have to be all of us? Added, he just added clean right now. He didn't. What, say clean or, right or, right. Or, uh, the one is, is one of the rads not think they can win? Why does? It, what do you mean? Why does it have to be all of you? Are you saying you're not? Okay. I know that they made you sleep in the back of the truck. So is there a riff here with the rads? Are you uh -huh. worried that maybe Rich and Larry can't hold their end of the bargain? Listen, my boys are gonna they're gonna retain the LPW. What the, what two hundred days now? Over two hundred days as LPW like tag team champions, the first ever LPW tag team champions. All right. So I feel like you're you're underestimating them and what the boys can do. And our boy Mitch Clark, he's returning tomorrow. He's gonna destroy Son of Irish, become the LPW Challenge champion. And it's game over. I'm gonna win the LPW Grand Championship next month. We're gonna be draped with gold, baby. It is possible. It is possible. There is a question for you. It says, is T.Y. going to rock the jeans with knee pads over the top in the pure street fight attire? I might have some things in mind, you know, but I have a pretty good uh, wrestling outfit, so I might, I might want to keep that, you know? All right. But we'll see. A little All surprise. Right. All right, well. Well, anyways, I'm going to hop off here because... I'm getting disrespected. Thank you, Bryce. Yeah, there are... Anyways, I'm heading out. Okay. Yes, yep. exactly. Pluggo, you Bye, deserve to get disrespected. Bye, but I'm leaving, and I expect an apology next month. Screw you, Pluggo. I love you, JPJ. Hello, Mike. Hi. Okay. Bye, T.Y.
what you do, Pluggo, when you talk I'm shit really every sorry day. about that, Mike. Yeah, we have a guest. You deserve We're better. just about to dive into double or nothing. That's okay. You seem like a nice guy. Yeah, hiding well, me. Everybody except- says that. Why am I the crazy one here? I feel like I'm getting like... I don't know. He was nice to me. Yeah. He, yeah, he well, told me that he actually said, I love you, JPJ. That's what happened at the end there. He said, I love you, JPJ. I heard him. The man's got good taste. What can you say? I don't um, understand. What, 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 what side are you? We, uh, you know what? Listen. You know what side I'm on. I said I'm on your side, but I'm not the one. And again, I don't know what happened today because you're saying no. I'm not the one that goes on Twitter and starts these beefs, bro. I'll be on your side if it look. comes to blows, but it is what it is. Anyway. Look, Blair's okay. got your back. Uh, He's saying the disrespect to my co-host. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. I will make again. I will announce for everybody that's back in the chat that's due here. If, and you know what, I didn't. Even, you know, I completely because I've been beefing with the Rads, not Mitch Clark, because he's been out. I didn't even realize Mitch was wrestling. Oh, so he's wrestling time, for the tight for a yeah. Time. So I didn't even. I didn't even factor that in, and that's not a shot at Mitch. Mitch is ultraviolet badass. Mitch Clark, like, don't get me wrong. If. Larry, Rich, and Ty, the three that have been basically the guys the that most, have been torturing us. Yes, that have yeah. a crash in the stream. If they pull it off tomorrow night, all three of them come up with their hands raised high. The top of the show, no BS, no filler. I will issue a formal apology to the rats. But that's if they pull it off, and that's after I take care of Ben Omen. Well, all right. <laughs> Let's try to restore some order here, can we? Crying out loud. All right. Sorry. This will be Mike. on this. I know. Oh, God. Um, this will be on the buy-in tomorrow night. It is a six-man trio. Sorry. AEW we're talking about a trios match. Ethan Page and the Guns versus the Hardys and Hook. How the stipulation is if the Hardy, if the team of the Hardys and Hook are victorious, Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. So it'll kind of be a reverse from when Ethan Page had the contract rights to Matt Hardy. Uh, Mike, you are the guest. I will let you lead. Obviously, this was a story that was built a lot on like dark and dark elevation and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of rose and they've been on TV here or there. I love Ethan Page. I'm a big Ethan Page guy. Um, How you feel like, you know, it's on the buy in. (laughs) So it is it is what it is. It's not on the main card, but. Do you think that the Hardys win Ethan Page's contract here? You think we're going to get a little bit of time with Matt Hardy torturing Ethan Page, kind of getting some revenge? I think I think we will, just to obviously continue the like fun, cool shit that they were all doing together, and it puts a fresh spin on it. So it's not like how long is the firm going to own Matt Hardy and Private Party for? But yeah. you know, it's like it'll you know at least it'll kind of be some other you know some bizarro world multiverse of it, mm-hmm. which. Like, it's good. They'll play off of each other well. Uh, so, yeah, like, I think, you know, I think they're going to win. I don't. So, like, I'm, I'm stoked for the Hardys. I'm stoked for Hook. I'm stoked for the greatest Canadian wrestler of all time from the greatest city in Canada, Hamilton, Ontario. No bias. Um, no, none at all. The only way I could care less about seeing the guns, though, is if they were teaming with Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, we're going to be talking about Jeff Jarrett in a little bit. Oh, Jeff Jarrett. uh, um, uh, Pluggo, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? What are you thinking about? You already know that I'm not going to pick a team. Oh, no, you love Hook. I love Hook. We we stand for Hook. I stand for Hook. I've got a slight crush on Hook. 
He's gorgeous. He's got that hair. I, I could probably, you know, the hook hair. Hello, yeah. fellow, a, a fellow hooker. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. you know, does always. The, does. So, but I mean, yeah, I, I, the contract thing back and forth is kind of, meh. Like, all right. I, I think that this would be a cool way to like get the. I think the ultimate goal is to get the Hardys a run is in the tag well, team division. Tony, so, so on maybe the they call, move yeah. on from this, but I'm picking the hook team on the media call today. Tony Khan was asked about that. And he was basically, he was blatantly asked like, Hey, do you see the Hardy boys making another run to the tag team championships? And he didn't come out and just say yes, but I would assume there's not much. There's not a ton of time left when it comes to those two gentlemen. Yeah. You know saying, I mean? Wow. Cause we talked about that like an hour ago and I thought I it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Full credit to Blair because he wasn't feeling the back and forth contract thing either. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You're double duty right here with the double and nothing. All right. Let's get to the main card. We got eight matches on the main card. It's lining up to be a pretty, pretty good show. I'm super excited about it. And we yeah. will start with the 21-man battle royal for the AEW International Championship. I have the list of all the participants. We um, have Orange can Cassidy. You link that in the private chat so I can actually look at it. Yeah. Would you mind? I'm yeah. sorry. I uh, no, you're good. You're good. Let me do. I that. tried to find one, but this was a couple days ago, and yeah. realized right. I, I just threw it I... in there. It says it at the bottom of the matches, but we have Orange Cassidy. Obviously, he is the champion. Ricky Starks, the Butcher, the Blade, Bandito, Commander, Lee Moriarty, Big Bill, Ari Davari, Tony Nice. Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, which I think is, I think that could be an intriguing spot during this with all the best friends if they want to do something kind of fun. Um, Kip Sabian, Ray Phoenix, Penta, Swerve, Brian Cage, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Keith Lee, and Dustin Rhodes. So those are the 21 participants in this match. Um, Orange Cassidy. Has been, you can make an argument. He has been the, I don't even know if there is an argument. He is the hottest wrestler in AEW. He's wrestling every week on the shows. He's having banger matches every week on the shows. He's winning all these hard fought matches. Um, he's definitely the strongest booked champion in the company. He's art, he's probably arguably, you know, Roman's had it for a thousand days, but he's arguably the strongest booked champion. Maybe in all of professional wrestling, the way that they've been booking him these last few months. I think after last night, he's on a 22-match win streak. He's on Dynamite literally weekly. Um, but it's a battle royal. Anything can happen. Uh, Mike, obviously you being the guest again, I will, I, I will let you lead. How are you feeling about with the line of matches, one-on-one -on -one matches that we've seen Orange Cassidy have and just the quality of them? How did you feel when you heard he was going to be defending his championship in a battle royal to begin with and then how do you feel about the participants and just where this is going with the battle royal on sunday uh like it really depends on what happens in the battle royal because yeah. ahead of it i'm just like why couldn't we just have orange cassie like have another fire singles match on the pay-per-view yeah. yeah why does he have to defend it in like a weird battle royal that they've never done like like a, a a battle royal for a title just always is like i don't know i don't like them it's yeah 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 like it, 
triple threat four way, you know, like that stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, there's the champion doesn't need to get pinned, but like, it's also not the champion doesn't need to get like, just randomly bounced over the top rope by somebody either. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, so that, but also AEW does like battle Royals really well. So I don't know. I'm willing to give it a try. See where, see what happens with it. Um, I don't know if like I haven't really counted. I'm assuming everyone's all present and accounted for on the yeah, list. Yeah, I believe I counted a little bit before we start talking about. I believe all those guys that I mentioned that it does equal 21. So okay, yeah. So unless like, they're they planning use... on something, some sort of yeah. angle or something like that, I think those are the guys where you're going to get in the match. Yeah. Yeah. So they can't use this to like as a device to either return or debut someone. Yeah, I agree with that. I like very wholeheartedly. Yeah. That. title yeah. shot yeah title defense is just weird it's not like it's it just it's just not a very fun and it's, feel. And it's, it's not, not an orange cassidy thing to do yeah exactly like, like it's just he, not a fun feeling way for him to defend yeah when he was like yeah i'll take on everyone i'm like that's not you yeah no, i would have i would have been a more okay with like a gauntlet match or something like that yeah, than a that battle royal cool. He's yeah, gonna they kill had, it, gave him though. four or five. They gave him four or five opponents and said, "All right, you'll take them all on gauntlet. You're starting. You're the. You're in there first. You're going." See that I would have actually really liked, especially the way he defends on TV, because it's just like he has this open challenge every week on TV, essentially. So why not have him have like a gauntlet's like the ultimate open challenge? Exactly, and you could have, you know, if you wanted yeah. to throw in a surprise as one of the four or five, whatever you were doing, you could do that. Mm. And I think that that would have. You know, because if he wins, I'm ex- I, I don't know if we're all in agreement, but I'm expecting Orange Cassidy to retain. I think the only person that might take it from him would be Jay White, but I think you can't do that to Jay. It's a weird place. I, like, I feel weird about Jay White even being in this match. I feel like I that's almost just, criminal the way that they've booked him since he's been there. Like they're just like he's an afterthought. It's like that's Jay friggin' White. What are you doing? Yeah. But um, anyway, I I I assume our OC will retain, and. Yeah, he'll beat 21 guys in a battle royal, but he's not throwing out every one of these dudes. He's not, it's not going to be, whereas I felt like a gauntlet match or something along those lines. I want him to win it, not throwing anybody out. He shouldn't throw anybody out. That would actually be great, to be honest. Yeah. If he could, yeah. If if he just throws out like just the last guy or something like that. Not even. Like Like the last two guys eliminated. Just like tangle up and get thrown out, and he's just like, eh. Did double, did did they double eliminate yeah. the orange Cassidy <laughs> haters would have a field day and that's what I love chaos yes okay yeah. I, I I agree that's I agree fair. that's fair yeah um, but I think he's winning hands down he is light years of, like he's just he's on fire the man he's on, yeah, fire. he's on fire this would be the this would be criminal to take it away from him in this spot when yeah. you could have like a Jay white have a banger match with him and then have him like you know, give it up to somebody like a Jay White if you were going to go that route. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have guy likes your likes your finish, Plugo. He liked your he liked Yay. your finish. I I I witnessed him win this belt with my own two eyes. I'm very like like I'm kind of I'm, I'm attached to this reign. I was, yeah. I was there when it <laughs> started. Been, I, don't don't end it in a battle royal, please. It's been a fantastic reign, and like truly, yeah. like one of the better reigns in AEW history. I would say yeah. it's been very very good. Him and uh, Athena are like the best two champions in wrestling right now. Yeah, they yeah. I think yeah, Athena's been killing it, dude. Yeah. Um, we have Bryce saying, I'm trying to think, but is this the first battle royal AEW has ever had that isn't going to have a surprise entrant that we know about? Mm. 
I think it probably is, right? They usually they do the casino battle royal the Joker card or, or the Joker or something like that. Well, there's in, might... a, in a this is a blackjack battle royal, so there's no Joker cards in black. No, there's Jack. just 21 guys in it because blackjack yeah. is 21. So, so, like I said, unless they run an angle where one of the participants gets hurt before or on the way or something, like I I could see maybe Jay White and Juice Robinson taking out Ricky Starks before the match, and maybe there's another surprise, but I don't... Who's out there? They've done, like, other battle royals where they haven't had surprises. Like, they've had some tag team ones that the full entrant list was available prior to Mm -hmm. that had no jokers to it, but... We got Misfits saying, watch Big Bill win it. Watch Big Bill win it. I'll say this. I said this on the the Grainmaker preview, like... I don't think you need to do a surprise here. I think you you mm-hmm. give us those 21 people you listed because you're now adding that second show. So you have two more hours of television you need to book. This would be a great vehicle to have Orange Cassidy kill it in any way you decide, but also get that, that Ricky Starks, Jay White, some more feuds, or maybe get Big Bill something going. Use it as a vehicle to get some mid-card yeah. guys, some stories going out of it so that when your TV you know, kicks off in a few weeks. Oh, hey, remember what happened at Double Nothing with Big Bill and whoever? Cool. Yeah. Like, that's already built into your programming, and it's set. That's what I think you should do. And then again, Orange Cassidy wins. And all the haters can suck it, because he's Thanks. awesome. Yeah, Orange Cassidy rules. I agree. Uh, all the way with the haters can suck it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I get flamed constantly. Oh, yeah. Uh, anytime anytime we praise Orange supporter. Cassidy, there's always people that are like, Bleh. He keeps his hands in his pockets. Go away. Clearly don't watch the show. Watch the show. Go away. Yeah, he wrestles good with his hands in his pockets. That's impressive. Yeah, (laughs) very, very very impressive. (laughs) Like, not, you know how many other people could probably do that? Not many. So, uh, yeah, yeah. not a ton. Okay. No. All right. We then have, oh, God, where do we go next? All right. You know what? You, uh, it's a shame that I don't care this much about an FTR match, but. Oh, yeah, let's rip this bandit off. Yeah, and I know you had mentioned Jeff Jarrett <laughs> right earlier, but yeah. we have FTR defending the AEW World Tag <laughs> Team Champions. He left. Again, I know he's like, I'm out of here. But versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal uh, and Mark Briscoe, which I actually liked the segment they did last night. with. Mar- I, I think the Mark Briscoe thing is a nice <laughs> little wrinkle. Nice little wrinkle here. Uh, Mark Briscoe will serve as the special guest referee. Plugo, I'll let you go first this time. Um because I know Mike, I, I know Mike is is you know from his comment earlier about Jared, he's probably not looking tremendously forward to this match a little bit. But, I'm uh, not a Jared guy. I've never been a Jared guy. Even I've actually when I was liked, a WCW yeah, guy. I was I never a Jared like guy either, but I haven't minded him. He's the only one in the group that I actually don't mind. I, yeah, and the, and I just the Mike, I I I still like I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't know what's in those contracts that gets Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett on TV. On every show weekly, but whatever. But it's FTR, man. This is I want. This is what I want to happen. I want FTR to win, and whether I just I want them to move past Jay and Jarrett and get. You know, we'll talk about it later. I want the Young Bucks to be done with the BCC stuff. I want FTR. I want now that they're signed and I want them doing these the Hardys. Give me FTR and the Hardys. Give me FTR when Davis is when Davis is healthy. Aussie Open like. Like yeah, give him I all, just you know, I'm just not a fan of this Jarrett Lethal stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah Blair, we, there's a little there's a little bet going on with me and Blair. Oh, and did he pick the... Jarrett to win? Yeah, he thinks. Well, um, 
We got Misfits saying the fact that FTR versus Aussie Open is no longer happening at Forbidden Door due to Davis's injury, but he wouldn't be shocked if Team TNA wins the titles. So, where are you, so are you think are you thinking FTR retains then Plugo? I'm assuming that's what I want to happen. I I mean I don't know if I keep hearing these rumblings from certain people that it's possible that Jared and Lethal will get it off. Because that's the other thing, though, too. On the flip side, like the Briscoe, the Mark Briscoe involvement is the linchpin. Like he could screw over FTR. He says he's going to call it down the middle, but what special guest referee hasn't said, I'm going to call it down the middle and then screws over another team or turns heel. And I think Mark Briscoe could use that. I mean, why not? Something different for him. Yep. Getting, so it would be interesting. But I just I, I want FTR to have an awesome title run. Yeah. You're gonna, you know, I just want that out of life. Not every special guest referee has said they were gonna call it down the middle and then not they call it do. down the middle. They never do. But not every special guest referee then bitch slapped everyone in the I was gonna say yeah. what, what after, a moment. so I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he's gonna pin them and take the titles and be just his own like I, mean, I love that last night. He was just slapping everybody. Jarrett just boom, get out of my way. He slapped Jarrett real good. Was, yeah, he did. And man. I loved I loved what he said to to Lethal at the top of the stage. He was like, You're my boy, but I'm getting sick and tired of this bullshit. And I, I, I love that. He didn't slap Lethal, but mm-hmm. he's like, you're my boy, so I'm not going to slap you. But this bullshit, mm, no, figure it out. I'm done with it. Yeah, get, um, new, get new friends. Yeah, I uh, I like that. I, I think when they first announced that this match was happening, I was like, I just, will the match be good? Probably. FTR mm-hmm. has great matches. And look, at Jarrett can still go, and Lethal is a great professional wrestler. So I expect the match to be pretty good. But like the, st- I just don't care. I'm a, I don't, I don't care about the Jarrett Lee. I don't care about that whole group. And so I'm just kind of like, okay. Um, but when they added Briscoe, especially with the pile driver thing that happened a couple weeks ago, I thought that was really smart, and it kind of created some doubt. And then last night, clearly in the in the promo, Mark Briscoe has not forgotten about that. He's still pissed off about it. Um, but then you, like you said, you saw him kind of bitch slap everybody. So you don't really know what. He's going through mentally where he is, where he's thinking. So I think it just adds some intrigue to a match that otherwise a lot of people kind of weren't really caring that much about. You know? yeah, Mark, yeah, no, if Mark Briscoe wasn't special guest refereeing this match, this, I'd probably go make a grilled cheese while it was yeah. on. Yeah, this would be, but, yeah. I watched um, this group simply to see when that pencil's going to fall out of Sanchez's <laughs> ear. Uh, Mike, who do you do you think uh, FTR is retaining here? I think FTR is retaining here. And when I was like, so when I was thinking about talking about this match, I'm like, what are all what are all the other tag teams that could have been in this match? Uh, Best friends. And I, and I made a list. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Let's uh, go. I'm ready. So, I like lists. Uh, uh, any combination of Dark Order. Yep. Butcher and the Blade. Mm-hmm. Best friends. 2.0. The Acclaimed and the Lucha Bros. Uh. None of them have, uh, like, well, I guess because some of them are in the battle royal. There are some of, yeah, they're in the battle royal now. But, but none of them had anything going on until. Yeah, but you know, like, there's all those other tag teams. I'm, I'm sorry, have guy. I'm grilled cheese sorry. is the best. I'm, is the I'm, best sandwich. The other I'm night, up. I made a grilled cheese with every different style of cheese I had in the house, and I had like six or seven. It was on. Those are the best. Oh. Because some of them melt like more than others, yep. or differently than others, and then it just makes this crazy melty. It was universe. a roller coaster. What is it? This is universe. I, 
we're if you so we are in this house we have cheese people we got all sorts of so i had like different shredded cheeses sliced right. cheeses i made it with like six or seven different styles oh i was in i was in heaven I love a grilled cheese it's incredible it's amazing it is the best sandwich it is the best sandwich. But yeah so those are all the other top tag teams that are like healthy and available and aren't in other matches on the card outside of this battle royal that like you could literally take any two people out of that and just replace Correct. them with two you know i mean just like put griff garrison in there whatever yeah 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 whatever <laughs> okay figure it um, out yeah so but so i'm like all right but having made that list i feel like i hate this match less because if when i look at it i'm like which of these t- like bet you could you know best friends you could argue for and, Ring- and lucha bros you could argue for and it's like mm-hmm. you know out of which of these teams are tag title on a pay-per-view like you could have just given them a little two-week program or something to kind of get them in here yeah and i'm like okay well like i guess you know there's a few uh, you know like a few of them but also they're all babyface teams mm-hmm and for the pay-per-view match you know you generally you know unless it's like some kind of tournament thing where you know it's easier to get away with you probably are going to try to run some kind of like end of some sort of feud at a pay-per-view yeah and if you're going to do that you're going to have to like turn one of those teams or alternatively turn ftr and i don't think it's a good idea to do that with any of them so like yeah this is literally actually just the best option that wasn't involved elsewhere yeah that's that's a heel tag team so yeah. we just kind of got what we got. <laughs> yeah. Is what it feels like. Yeah. But at least Mark Briscoe being there, it's like, hey, I hope he slaps more people tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> like some intrigue. Sunday, oh, he, Sunday, he, he's going to be slapping some people. Oh, he is going to yeah. be slapping some people. I would right. know Misfit because that 19 match card tonight, <laughs> honor that'll be over at midnight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did hear that <laughs> that's, that's Stu Grayson. Yeah. Stu Grayson has left the. No, Left the Dark Order. There, I don't watch it. I admittedly don't he's, watch a ton of Ring like, of Honor because I'm usually here. Waning. He's like, he's like, he's seeing the righteous, but it's not serious yet, and yeah. he's not sure if he like he might go back to Dark Order, but we really don't know. Yeah, good stuff. Of course, Dude, like, like that could have all changed because Ring of Honor. Yeah, on there's right a 19 now. match card happening right now. It's it? like, yes. yeah, it's like uh, it hasn't left yet. Okay, yeah. So he, yeah. So the, he, they're just kind of like they're, text, they're They're flirting. They're texting. They're doing yeah. that <laughs> thing where they're like thinking about they, it. They're like work husband and wife, but it's Got like it. how how you know how 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 long before this leaves the office and it becomes an actual problem in your personal life, kind of thing. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. All right. I was gonna say Stu Grayson, the first time ever, the first ever to get the double graphic, the the, the all elite graphic twice. True. The goat. Yeah. The goat. Double, double, the double goat. graphic Stu. Double graphic Stu. He's ready for that run. <laughs> all right. We then have a singles match for the AEW TBS Championship. We have Jade Cargill still undefeated, defending the championship against Taya Valkyrie, and um. I know they call it the jaded. What are that? What does Ty Valkyrie call the move? I'm sorry. Road to Valhalla. Road to Valhalla. That is allowed. She is allowed to use it. Um, last night she had a match with Lady Frost, which ruled. Uh, very good to see Lady Frost. That was cool. She's um, so good. And, and she hit it, and Jade was on the stage, and she was staring right at her and said, yep. Yeah. And she hit it to get the victory. Um, I, I think Ty Valkyrie is somebody that they could have – 
my problem with the I, I like Jade Cargill. She's a star. I'm I'm all on I'm all in when it comes to Jade Cargill. My problem has been during this reign is that the stories have really not existed a ton. It's just really like, all right, who's Jade fighting this time? Okay, cool. Yeah. She had a little small story with uh, Nyla Rose about her taking the title and stealing it from her. The 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 finishing move thing is kind of a little mini story here with Taya Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. I do think that AEW, if they really would have pushed more into it, could have made Taya like literally like feel like the biggest threat that Jade has had so far. Cause I feel like she's up there as one of, if not the biggest threat that Jade has had. Definitely. Um, but I still think the story has been a little bit underwhelming for me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm expecting Jade to win because she just always wins, but I'm, I'm not at some point you got to pull the trigger. At some point, you got to pull the trigger and have somebody beat her. And if you want to, and I don't think it's a bad thing to have her shockingly lose or mm-hmm. lose kind of when it's like not expected or something like that. And I think Taya Valkyrie is someone that has the pedigree that if you were going to do that, if you're not waiting for Statlander to come back, like a lot of people think they are, because Statlander seemed like which the one is who a might, mistake. I agree. In my opinion. I think that does a disservice to Jay yeah, Cargo, to, Jay. to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, I, I I just think that they could have really made this a better story than it currently is. I think the match will be good, um, but I am expecting Jade to win. I'll slide it over to Mike. I'll slide it over to you. Um, how are you feeling about this match, and do you think that Jade just kind of continues on here with her undefeated streak, waiting until we finally find that person who is going to be the one to dethrone her? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the the... I don't know, like Jade Cargill's matches. I ha- there hasn't been anyone that she's wrestled yet where I'm like, this is a credible per like Ty Valkyrie is someone who I'd be like, yeah, they- she should totally take the yep. CBS championship off of Jade, I think, but yep. I don't think she will. I don't think they'll do that. Uh, it does feel a lot like they are waiting for Chris Statlander to get back. Um, which like if it would have happened by now, probably would have worked out better. Uh but now it's like it's just like okay, like who are you waiting for that it's taking this long now? I know. Um, and yeah, like it does obviously feel like a Statlander uh, to me, especially because they've never like even in any random piece together tag match when Jade had the baddies and stuff. Uh, Jade and Statlander have never wrestled. No, not once. Mm-hmm. Um, and that feels really deliberate when Jade went through the entire AEW roster of women save for like the top four people or like mm-hmm. the top four wrestlers that were around the world title picture at the time. Yep. And then even then in the tournament, she beat Thunder Rosa. So, you know, like at some point she's beat everyone on that women's roster. And then in many cases twice. Yeah. Except yeah. for like Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Soraya, uh, Tony Storm, yeah. and chris statlander i think that's like the only five yeah that yeah. she's never or oh sheeta sheeta yeah as yeah well. and we have we have a misfit saying to me you should just yeah, like, give it to sheeta give it to sheeta yeah, i don't think sheeta like, would be a bad option at all either i don't know i don't either and like the other thing too which we'll like touch on with the other women's title match but like i think Chris Statlander could be of a great benefit if she's able to come back soon in another area. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, but like, at, for so like on 
there's all that like boohoo about it, but also on the flip side, I'm really happy for Ty Valkyrie. Oh yeah. Because since she got released, she's busted her ass everywhere on the independent scene uh in all sorts of you know like uh, she was in impact she was in triple a she's been everywhere around the world and all over north america winning everyone's women's women's championship Mm -hmm. uh wrestling everyone on the planet and a bunch of men too and to see her come into AEW, get this nice debut in her home country like you know up here in canada Mm -hmm. in front of you know in front of a canadian audience as a canadian injected immediately into an actual storyline feud with jade cargill who is like uh very protected and you know very well used and like they they definitely you know they're they handle her very well with the positions they put jade in (laughs) so like it's great for ty to like just you know and now it's like hey you know you've been here for a few weeks a couple months and you know pay-per-view title match good for you like yeah so that's great but like she's gonna lose yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate it's unfortunate Plug, yeah. i'll let you finish this one up um but, uh... i i'm i'm stealing doc doc from bleacher reports thunder on this one he and it stuck with me last week we were on a show together and uh he had mentioned like has anybody been hurt by such a monumental undefeated streak more than jade like because now we're sitting here like they're just recycling, rehashing, waiting for Statlander. It's all these like other things. And when Taya came in, my thought was, if not Taya, then who? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, who do you have? And this is a problem. If we're waiting on Statlander, why aren't you building up other options? You also, you also had the mistake of like doing the records thing in AEW. So like, you're telling me this woman is sixty and zero, and there's not a reason why she's not getting a bump to the next you know to the uh moving up in weight class so to speak like i thought athena should have been the one to do it back mm, then yes, only because, and again and i and i've said it and i'll say it a thousand the only reason and the only reason i want jade cardgill to lose i love jade cardgill i think she's fantastic she's a superstar in my eyes the only reason i want her to lose is because i think it's time to get to start wrestling the five that you mentioned like let's get her in a mm. in a match with Jamie Hayter, let's we have to see it at some point. You can only yeah. keep, and I'm not like this is apples and oranges. But you can only keep somebody in the minor leagues for so long, right? The TBS title is not the AW Women's title. We gotta we gotta see it. So I personally think Taya should win. <laughs> you know, a match I cannot wait to see when it happens in the AW Women's division because it's gonna just you know they're gonna do some freaky shit that's gonna scare people. Is Jade Cargill versus Riho? Mm. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. going. She. It, she's it's gonna, gonna toss be her like, around. It's gonna be like watching a child play with an action figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Like it, it's gonna. Be, yeah, like she'll be able to. Like th- she'll. They'll be able to have a match like she's wrestling a wrestling buddy. Yeah, true. And I think Rio, you know, first that'd ever be, AEW. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I think Rio could be someone if you had the right story. Mm-hmm. Could be someone, and, and that would be. Cr- She's so she, small and Jade's so big, like an upset victory to take the she, title. Like, that would be crazy. She's And she's such a good, like, Riho's such a good giant killer, though, too. Exactly. So it's not even yeah, like. It makes sense. It's not even an unbelievable matchup. It's just like, I know that whoever, like, someone's going to produce that match and, like, put together some sequences in there that are just going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah. and to think about, like, and for Jade's character overall, why is she okay with this? 
Why is she like, you know, I'm cool with just sitting in this TNT title <laughs> picture. Like, she should be going to Tony Khan if she beats Ty at Double or Nothing and slapping that TBS title on his desk and going, I'll cash it in right now. Give me a shot at Hater. I've earned it more than any of these other women. You know what I mean? And yep. then you could do, like, something. We talked about it. I, I don't want Blair to yell at me, but we talked about it earlier. Like, have the Owen Hart tournament be the winner gets the TBS title and Jade gets her shot, you know, something. It's just, if you're going to keep plugging and playing, it's doing a disservice to it's major credible looking champion look uncredible because you haven't given her a lot to go with. Yeah, I agree. Um, I get fired, so I get actually, fired up when we talk picking, Jade. Are you actually picking Taya Valkyrie? Or I'm picking want... Taya Valkyrie because right. I want it to happen. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, Let's go. I, look at, look at like I'm going to be honest with you. And this is not because I love Jay Cargo. I love I Ty Valkyrie. I kind of hope it does too. Uh, there's, yeah, there's a couple spots where like a title change would be some cool shit. Yeah, and this is definitely one of those. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. This would, be, um, this would be a cool place to do that. Well, I think, even though I, I wouldn't want to butcher the title reign so quickly again, but I think another one of those matches that a title change would be cool. And Pluggo's going to hate me for this. I know we have. Know. A ladder match for the AEW TNT Championship. It is Wardlow defending. He'll have Arn Anderson at his side against Christian Cage. I don't know if you know this, but Pluggo does not like Christian Cage. Does not like Christian that. Cage. I don't I know how. I never said that. I never well, no. said that. Those Pluggo, words... Pluggo, uh, here's the thing. Pluggo has issues with Christian Cage. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be Wardlow versus Look, Christian Cage. When you come out, and I'll say it again, this has become a weekly spot here on this damn show. You come out a t-shirt that says, outwork everybody, and then you do the littlest amount of work possible during your AEW run. i got questions. There's a two, yeah, there's a two part. Uh, there was a second part to that shirt, though. It wasn't outwork everybody, dot, dot, dot. I'm going to ride Jungle Boy. It wasn't outwork everybody physically. It was outwork. Yeah, it was a different kind right, of work. Right, right. But, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not a talented individual. I'm also just still butthurt that Marco Stunt got booted from Jurassic Express <laughs> for no reason. That's fair. That's yeah, Justice you know for Marco. I'm with you on it. I, I I don't like the Marco Stunt erasure. No, I went to a GCW live event uh, at SummerSlam weekend in Tennessee last year. And Marco Stunt was in a, not a scramble match, but he was in like a five-way or something like that. And he came out dressed as Andre the Giant. And uh, oh. No, he came out, I'm sorry. No, you know, he came out to the Big Show's theme music. I'm sorry. And he came out with the singlet dressed as the Big Show. Yeah. And the Big Show's music hit and everybody was like, what? Because, you know, he's with AEW, so everyone was like, is the Big Show here? And then it was literally Marco Stunt, and it was wonderful. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful scene. Um, for me, and this is nothing against Wardlow, I want Christian Cage to win this title. I, I, The promo that he cut a couple weeks ago in Detroit was a work of art. That was a work of art. That crowd hated him, and he stood there like a pro and was just feeding into him. And I know when he finished that promo, he ad-libbed and he went, hey, Detroit, you can kiss my ass. And he threw the mic down. I loved it. I loved the little how everyone was expecting it. It was going to be Luchasaurus. Like, oh, my God, these two big meaty men, Mordlow and Luchasaurus. And then Christian was like, no, no, no. It, the match ain't for him. It's for me, buddy. It's for me. Uh, 
I mean, ladder matches are a specialty of Christian Cage. That's where he got famous, or, you know, in the Attitude Era, obviously, the tables, ladders, chairs, matches, and things like that. They have been a staple in his career. He is definitely the most veteran person when it comes to experience out of these two in a ladder match. Um, I would like to see, and again, Wardlow just won the title back, and he had a short reign the first time. So I'm I'm kind of like, oh, do you really want to end the reign that quickly again for somebody that I assume down the line they have envisions of being near the top of the card here at some point? Um, but I think Christian being TNT champion would be a pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool thing. So I'm hoping Christian wins. I think the match will be good. Um, plug, I'll let you lead and we'll finish it up with Mike. But I, because you know, you're the you know, I want to hear what you got to say about Look. Christian, bro. Look, I, the hot potato of the TNT championship, you have to you run at the risk of that. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, I do like the idea of it's kind of like the Jade thing. Let's get Wardlow off of this because he never really wanted to be in this TNT title picture to begin with. He wanted to be in that AEW world title picture. And I think you have that story with MJF and Wardlow at some point down the road, maybe because if the 2024 thing you know, Wardlow being that like last line of defense to keep the title in the company. Well, I, if I you decide like, to go that yeah, way, so you like got MJF so and Wardlow he, should happen at some point for the title. Right. So you can't have you can't have Wardlow keep this TNT title for too long, but you you also have you can't to have, have him lose and then be the next guy that goes right. He's going to have to lose know? and he's going to have to build yeah. up to maybe like yeah. a full gear or something. So sure, I would hate it but if i was a betting man i think wardlow keeps it because i don't know if they're ready to pull the trigger yet but they should mm. yeah we got the wordsmith our best friend popping in well plus saying all hail dose beards good to see you buddy hope you're doing well two and a I half might... beards that it goes is two counts right yeah go yeah two that counts yeah. Beards, well, yeah we got two and a half oh beards right now. uh mike talk to me How hey you no about... facial hair shame in here <laughs> how you feeling nah, about this like... build uh this build for the tnt title with uh wardlow and christian cage and Arn Anderson and Luchasaurus, because they have definitely been parts of it, too. Um, how you feeling about this? What do you think about the match? And who do you think's leaving double or nothing as the uh, TNT champion? Uh, so we just heard from an anti-Christian blasphemer. Uh, so now <laughs> I'm here to spread who? the good word. Who? Who was that? You. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking you. He's about? talking about you. He said um, nothing but nice things. <laughs> uh i would so i actually that the detroit promo was great i was there for it i was one of the few people in the building that was clapping for christian cage uh because <laughs> i live an hour away from toronto ontario so nice. you know yeah and yeah those like tlc those tlc and ladder matches are what you know outside of him being canadian you know just helped uh, you know, warmed me up to him and made me such a fan of his that yeah. has continued to this day. Where I would also not mind seeing him take the TNT title off of Wardlow, except for the fact that Wardlow literally won this thing back for like the fourth time or some shit I like know, two weeks yeah. ago. And that's a thing. That's a thing where I'm like, it's, I, you can't just, do that to Wardlow. I, I just want them to make the TNT title like cool, like it used to be again. Yeah, I remember um, when it was the international title when it was like. The banger yeah. title every week. Yeah, it was the open challenge belt. People were just showing up. You know, we got Eddie Kingston out of a TNT mm-hmm. title open challenge. We got Ethan Page out of it. We got Eddie Kingston out. We got a whole lot of guys out of it. When Co- mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the guy that was holding the title at that time is, on, well, is at the other place now. But well, Cody had a good run with it. Yeah. Darby had a good run with it. Mm-hmm. Miro had a good run with it. Yeah. 
Sammy, I even thought Sammy had a good Sammy, run with it. Too. Yeah, Sammy Guevara had a good run with it. Yeah. And then that whole Sammy Cody, Sammy Cody, Sammy, uh, Sammy Scorpio, Sammy Scorpio, Sammy, uh, yeah, Scorpio, you know, I don't even know anymore. Oh, yeah. Another one, good one. War Horse was cool to see, too. Yeah. Against, yeah, that was good stuff, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I just, uh, so it's funny because you just talked, like, we just talked about it with the TBS title, how, like, Jade Cargill should just be walking up and cashing her belt in and being like, give me that shot, Tony Khan. Honestly, like, this TNT title also for me is making a case for why there should be some kind of, like, option C, like what Impact has. Yeah. yeah the seven or the seven in NWA where they, after seven defenses, you can cash. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Cause, like, at this point, this, the TNT title just, needs to be far away from i feel like almost anyone that's been around it in the last year yeah it, year needs, and a, a half. it needs a it needs a fresh like, face like it just needs like some kind of reset and i think the best way you could do that is if there was some kind of option c where say wardlow retains on sunday max retains on sunday wardlow goes hey tony take my tnt title i want to fight that yeah i got asshole. unfinished business with that exactly. guy i want to fight him exactly you know and then it's like oh and then what do you do with the tnt title like you can have some kind of tournament for it you can have a casino ladder match or something for it mm-hmm. you can do some you, you get something cool to do with the tnt title to give it a fresh coat of paint and a fresh new set of people competing for it and you can kind of just like hope you know, it, like that that alone would be enough to at least make it feel cool again yeah i yes. agree i actually love that idea to be honest with you, uh, we have Hab Guy saying that Miro costing Ward low would be something he would like and he could see working if we oh, wanted to. Oh, hey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I mean, would, 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 that would be interesting. Another guy who was a TNT a champion. TNT champion before, yeah. The TNT yeah. title picture. Yeah. Is like, I like, I like the word. He just... loves your idea. He said he'll call Tony tonight. Uh, oh, take care I, of it, so. Yeah. Uh, I, hope, I hope that's Will Washington's burner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, the no. wordsmith is. Are you the? Are you Will Washington the wordsmith? Never seen him in the same place. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, um, but like the team. Will, yeah, if the, you're watching, send that up the ladder. Yeah, make it happen. Clip it. Make it happen. I'll take. It. Yeah. Uh, do something with the TNT title that's yeah. that doesn't involve like Wardlow, Samoa Joe, Darby Allen, Scorpio Sky, mm. Guevara. Just keep all those people away from it for like a year. Just yeah. do something else. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It definitely 100%. needs a fresh face. It, des- it definitely needs to be, and like Misfit says, like when Miro had the title, it was important. It needs to feel important again. Yeah. Like it needs it, to feel. Oh, we got. He's saying Sting. How do you feel about Sting as TNT champion for a last little quick run before he <laughs> retires? It, Would that give it prestige? Sting. I'm not going to say anything. Like. No? You, you you could do anything with Sting, and I'll probably oh God, yeah. I'll probably. Yeah. Like it. says for like two weeks, <laughs> like two two weeks, three weeks, month. Sting. Yeah, Sting. Yeah, give Sting. Yeah, let that be his retirement tour. Two week TNT title run. Yep, has a couple someone, open challenges. Beat someone for it. Defends it in a couple open challenges. Maybe yeah. bring back like a blast from a past opponent, and then he can lose it to someone that he really, really, really you know deserves to be put over. Is yeah. fake Sting still? wrestling i, I don't know be, 
that would know. be a cool show. I don't know. I know the Kiss Demon is, but I I don't know if yeah. Fake Sting is. Well, watch out! You'll get Spencer. You'll get Spencer all hot bothered. You mentioned the Kiss Demon. <laughs> oh my Gail God, yeah. Torberg. He has a story about him. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he would he would book if if uh, if the Kiss Demon is available. LPW will book him. No question. That is that. true. He he's been That's trying amazing. to book the guy for a while. Um. All right. We then have. You know what? Let's talk about this one now. Uh, oh, there you go. So the, the fake sting retired in 2020. So you could, you know, for the right payday, I think. Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah, but did he just retire due to like COVID? Couldn't get bookings as fake sting and then yeah. just like did a real job, you know? Because like maybe you could be like, you know, just weekend warrior one for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, we Retirements have. Retirements in wrestling mean absolutely dick. <laughs> Yeah, wrestling and the Rolling Stones retirements do not matter. <laughs> it's true. That is true. If all everything, they've never mattered. But once Shawn Michaels came back, I was like, "That's it. That's the that's yeah. the last one I'm ever believing in ever." Yeah. Uh, when Michaels came back, I was like, "Bullshit." That pissed me off. Bullshit. And then he had to carry that whole match because Triple H tore his peck like four seconds into the friggin' match. Oh my god! <laughs> I was sitting there. I was like, "What are we doing, Shawn? I thought you were the the noble one." I thought you were the noble one that was going to make it happen. No, man, Triple he H. Was on, he was on NXT. Look, going, there was a very smart happen, man. There was a very never. smart man in the in the seventies, eighties, well, in the eighties and early nineties in WWE that said everybody's got a price. Man, and tri- he was not lying. Triple H. Triple H could beat anybody but his tendons, man. Yeah, brutal, brutal, brutal. That poor guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. everything. Literally, quad pack. <laughs> Maybe if if he didn't spend so much money wasting water all those years, he would have had a little bit more money. Karma is a bitch, they say. Karma is a bitch. You're supposed to Um, swallow the water, keep hydrated. Exactly. That's what happens. Muscles roll up and kill you. Muscles are all dried up and the fucking tendons are snapping, bro. Yeah. We got misfits saying we don't talk about that. We don't talk about the Saudi match. It never happened. Oh, it happened. I agree. We don't talk about it because we there's no reason to, but it happened. But there's pictures all over there of Shawn Michaels. Brutal. With no hair. Bald Shawn Michaels or a short head Shawn Michaels. God almighty. Anyway. Anyway. All right. We have, and Misfit was talking about a little bit earlier, and Tony Khan admitted on the media call today um, that Jamie Hayter is working injured. Big time injured. Yeah. props. Um, Props to her. I don't know if that is foreshadowing of what might happen at this during this match on Sunday. Sadly, if the injury is something that will keep her out for a while. Um, But we do have the AEW Women's World Championship match, which is Jamie Hayter defending against Tony Storm. Obviously, there is a greater story at play here where you have the outcasts and kind of the homegrowns have been feuding along, you know, Ruby Soho, Soraya. And then you have Britt Baker and Sheeta has aligned with Britt and, uh, Jamie these last few weeks. I know you had mentioned Statlander earlier and you said there mm-hmm. might be some somewhere where she could be used if healthy, if she's good to go. And we don't know that. There really hasn't been much speak on Statlander to be honest. Um this match was kind of thrown together. They had been feuding. Obviously, I thought the Blood and Guts match had a chance of happening during this event. Um or maybe uh, the Dynamite after or something like mm-hmm. that. Um but obviously now they were supposed to have a trios match last, not this past, not last night, but last week. It turned into a tag match because of the Jamie Hader injury. Um, but Jamie Hader has come out and said, I'm hurt, but I'm going to wrestle. I'm defending my champion. I'm a fighting champion. I'm going to do it. 
Tony Storm had a very fiery promo a couple weeks ago saying I'm gonna I'm challenging Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um how do we how do you think this goes if Jamie Hayter's actually really hurt, which Tony admitted today that she is legitimately hurt? Do you think that's kind of writing on the wall that they're gonna do a title change here? Or do you think it really matters on the severity of what that injury is, which obviously they're being pretty closed-lipped about? My Mike, I'll I'll, I'll let you go. It depends on the severity of the injury, I think, honestly. Like if it's uh injury, you know, then I think we get somewhat of a respectable match and but still, you know, some basis for a title change. Yep. And if it's like an injury injury, like she's pretty fucking hurt and she's gonna need a you know, chunk of time off after this match, then I'm not expecting anything close to full gear twenty twenty two, obviously, and that yeah. you know something probably you know, like it's probably gonna be you know, like some overbooked shit happening just to kind of get the match along, like, you know, so it's not just Jamie Hader getting squashed because she can't do too much. Yeah. Right. Um, so, it, yeah, it's like it's really hard to gauge it without knowing, like, the severity of the injury and what Jamie's actually able to, like, accomplish and do in the ring. But mm-hmm. also, you know, like, shout out to her for still working and, you know, like, presumably doing business. Uh, yeah. Rather than just vacating and, you know, mm-hmm. having to do some, like, interim shit again. I was going to say, when Misfit just brought that up, he said he wouldn't put it past TK to maybe have Hater even retain and pull the interim card again. uh, But they shit all over that all over all access. I know, they literally. Did that get canceled, by the way? No, it's it's just done. It was only limited. It was only a few episodes. Um, But the other thing, too, is like uh, thinking about this, because we just saw Thunder Rosa go into Tony Khan's office on Dynamite a couple weeks ago. Yep. You've got Jamie Hader wrestling Tony Storm, who they both that? reigned yep. and defended with a belt that Thunder Rosa never technically lost to either of mm-hmm. them. Yep. So if Jamie Hader's hurt, you could like also just have a like super pissed off Thunder Rosa take her out and cost her the match in, you know, and again, like use it as a device to get Thunder Rosa involved in all this shit. That would not be bad. That but would like, not be bad. The the homegrown side's gonna be down a like they're down a player now too. So yeah, hundred percent. And, and like a, a key play like they 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 lost like you know Jay, they lost Jordan here. They didn't yeah. you know it's yeah you know it's not like Steve Kerr went down. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> hey, sure. big shot Steve, watch Steve, out, baby. Shout out Steve Kerr, awesome human being. Still was a good basketball player. Like obviously good you know, but yeah. like. In Bull's context. Yeah, Jordan's punched him in the face, literally. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, if Rosa comes back, she's not getting booed. So I think she comes back as a face. I, mm. I mean, I have this vision in my head of Tony Storm spray painting that AEW women's title green, like Hogan style in the NWO. Do that's, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It. Like, I have this vision. If you're my thing is, if you're going to do the outcast thing and you're going to keep it going, they need to rack up a big win here. And if Hater is slightly hurt, there's no shame in like pulling the trigger here, figuring something out. It's going to be crazy. At the end of the day, I think I'm going to lean Tony Storm doing it. Best beers in the business. Call, welcome in. Swag's my guy. I know you had some stuff going down this week. I hope you're feeling better, my dude. 
That's what I'll say. I hope you're feeling better, my guy. Glad you're here. Late yeah. is better than never, my friend. 100%. But yeah, I, I'll, I'll lean Tony Storm because I think it's going to get convoluted. Britt could get involved, mess with Hayes. There, there's so many different ways you could go with this. I don't think I'm going to be disappointed either way. Because, I mean, hey, uh, Tony Storm winning gets, like, maybe some tension among the outcasts. Like, I want that belt, you know, NWO style, you know, big sexy. He was like, I want Hogan's belt. Maybe yeah. just, Let's do it. Yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, it all depends on how how severe the injury really is. Um, going into it before the injury, I was like, "Oh, Jamie Hader will retain, no matter you know, eat, yeah. you know, she'll retain." But the injury throws a wrench into it, so I honestly don't know what's going to happen. For the sake of things, I will pick Jamie Hader to retain. But I am. It really all depends on what that injury is, and it's you know, at least the way Tony talked about it today. It sounds on like the media. Yeah. It sounds like it could be serious. So, well, yeah. and the, the Thunder know. Rosa thing is interesting. Imagine her aligning with Britt Baker, given everything in their history, like having to align to stop this just outcast. If you want to take it to the next level, I think that's how you got to do it. Well, see, the, but the thing is, there's that. Then the, she could also play double agent on either side, too. Yeah. Because you could justifiably have her. Be like, yeah, it's okay, Britt. We'll put it aside for the company, but then actually, you know, still knife her in the back later on and be like, nah, paint an L on her. Or yeah. alternatively, you know, you'd be like, yeah, fuck Britt. I hate her. I'm with you guys. And then, you know, down the road, be like, ha, just kidding. AEW believed in me all along. I'm, 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 you know, I'm a company woman. Yeah. 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 So, That'd, be right. That'd be fun too. Yeah. You got story. Like, there's, Certainly stuff to do with her if you bring her right back. Oh, 100%. So. Uh, we got Ryan saying what's going to happen. Uh, I mean, in this match, I, I, I'm going to pick Jamie Hayter, but I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Ooh. But <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Why, right. not? Why not? All right. Um, hopefully the injury is not as bad as is. I hope, yeah. I, yeah, I, it, you know. I hope it's like a few weeks, couple months thing and not like a – I need surgery. You know, I'm going to be gone like, for eight months, yeah, you know? Yeah, not like I will see you in 2024 thing. Exactly, 100%. All right. We then have, not really sure, or I'll announce Yeah, We have an unsanctioned match happening tomorrow. Not really sure why you would have um, a contract signing for an unsanctioned match, but they for did. For personal reasons. That's yeah, I yeah. That's fine. I, I got... I. I I did it in my voice, Jay. I'm like, by the fucker designing a contract. And then uh, commentary actually explained it away. Oh, did they? Did I miss yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. They, they were like, oh, they're, uh, yeah, Tony Schiavone said they're signing away. Uh, they're like basically waiver, signing, like, almost? yeah, it's more, yeah, they, yeah, he explained it. It's like they're basically saying AEW won't be responsible for whatever happens in their match. All right. That's fair. So, All right. Uh, I, yeah. I must have missed that. That's fair. That, thought, that's fair. Yeah. I got, I was like, because I, I I I think Joel actually tweeted. He's like, "Why are they signing a contract for an unsanctioned match?" And I retweeted it, and I was like, "Yeah, this." And then I went back. <laughs> and I was like, I, "I I might have to delete that tweet now." And then I was like, "No, we keep that. We stand by that shit." Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So um, just when I tweeted it, I'll I'll eat the L. Yeah, and uh, I've actually liked this this build here um, a lot. I think this match is gonna be good. However, I do need to ask because last night. We saw the return of the homicidal, suicidal, and genocidal Sabu out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. How in the hell uh, is listen, Tim and Adam Cole friends? 
all the people. I I was an ACW. I was an ECW kid in the late nineties. I watched ECW. I love Sabu. Yep. You know, is what it is. I was I was thrilled to hear the music again. I was like that. Yeah, like I, where the hell? And Ryan, Ryan, on our Discord, on the Love Wrestling Discord, Ryan from Mark Ortopod was just like, "What the hell does Sabu have to do with this?" And I was like, "I mean, he's he's the most homicidal, suicidal, genocidal person ever. That's what he has to do with it." And he was like, "But wh- why does that make sense?" And I don't know why it makes sense at all. But Sabu, Sabu and Jericho fought once. Literally, they fought one time. You could have. You could have you could have held a gun to my head and let me get take a hundred guesses. You wouldn't have guessed Sabu. And I never would have said Sabu. No, no nobody would have. Nobody would have. I was sitting there, I'm thinking, all right, so Adam Cole was like, I called up a friend of mine. And it's and Sabu, like, yeah. right? So I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, so you needed somebody. You're in the Vegas area. How far how deep did you go down your contact list? How did before like, you that, got to Sabu? Like I need. Why do you call Rob like, Van Dam? Yeah, he lives yeah, in like Las any, Vegas. Yeah, were you like, like what? Were you like? Uh, were you like? Um, still, he's he's still in the WWE. WWE can't call yeah. Bobby Fish because that's just a whole other thing. Yeah, uh, UPS wouldn't give him time off. No, for yeah, or nothing. <laughs> like, uh, somebody, you know, that's probably like some of the Bobby Fish is like, bro, sorry, boss is being a real pain in the ass. Bro, my favorite tweet I saw last night was uh, Adam Cole called Sabu instead of Bobby Fish because he wanted to put over a younger talent. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't. I don't remember who tweeted it, but like, that's fantastic. That's cool. Yeah, like Hall Hall of Fame nominee like, tweet. Like Sabu, <laughs> I I I know there's not there's not enough time there's not enough time to explain it. But my that's all I kept thinking was like, please somebody connect the dots to Sabu and Adam Cole. Like it's awesome to see Sabu, but like explain that to me. I does Roddy know him? Is it like a did Roddy call in the favor? Like and did Sabu still? Like, did he pick it up and immediately know it was Adam Cole, or did he go, "Who is this?" Yeah, Adam Cole. Who? <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. They actually, actually, uh, I'm he, uh, Sabu. Just turns out to be like one of his on his multiplayer Halo squad. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Sabu's that would be hilarious. Big. Fu- he's, Sabu's that would be hilarious. Sabu, big time gamer. That would be hilarious. And then how does Jericho how does Jericho take a piss in that suit that he wore yesterday without hurting himself? With the spikes? The, all the spikes everywhere. He's sitting out. Oh, like that would just be a fun. Oh that shit gave me a heart attack because I thought that it was I thought it meant he was gonna be pain maker on Sunday. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, no, don't yeah, like, do don't it. do the pain maker. No, don't do not again. Not the stupid yeah. hat and the eye paint. He might. He might. It's unsanctioned. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, if you if for an unsanctioned match, Jericho, which Jericho would you bring out if he was going to bring somebody out? Like, would you go lying? I you feel like it would be the pain maker. It has to be, to be the, the pain maker. maker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or the wizard. The wizard. But, but, flamethrower. Insta- oh, it, it just, yep. just, he's like, it's unsanctioned. I have a flamethrower. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, you know, the Sabu thing separate. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually liked the build here. I actually think that this has yes, potential sir. to be one of the best matches of the night here. Um, 
the match that Jericho had with Roger Strong two dynamites ago was one of the best Falls Count Anywhere matches I think I've ever seen in my life. I think a lot of us probably agree with that. Excellent. It was spectacular. Um, I've liked the whole build. I like Adam Cole. I I think Adam Cole should be the guy whenever it happens that eventually dethrones MJF for the heavyweight title. That's how I feel about Adam Cole. Um, like but I'm very much looking forward to this match. And I, and I know that for Adam Cole, this is like a bucket list match for him. Uh, so I know that, you know, this is going to be a special match for him, and it's really his first big comeback match. Uh, mm-hmm. So I am expecting him to get the victory here. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But I'm expecting this to be really, really good. And I've loved the build. I've loved everything they've done. You know, I, and again, I don't even dislike the Sabu thing. It was just so fucking out of nowhere that <laughs> so it was like, long. okay, I mean, whatever. We'll roll with it. We'll see. What I'm happens. going to Vegas. I need Sabu. Sabu better not. He's had health issues these last week. He better not be doing anything crazy in that match. I'd but also... he's Sabu, so you never friggin' know. I'd also but, love to think that Adam Cole had to like convince Tony Khan to do it. Tony's like Sabu, really? Of all the people, Sabu, please. Yeah, Sabu. Adam's like, I need him. I need him. It's got to be yeah. Sabu. It's got to be Sabu or nothing. I'm not doing it, Tony. All I'll say is the week, so we can on to the is like I don't want them to do the oh it's unsanctioned so Adam Cole can take a loss here thing. No, no. let him win. Let him be strong. Keep him on the right trajectory. Don't do this like, oh, then he gets his win back on a dynamite or something. Like, just that's what I want. Keep Adam Cole strong. Jericho no, understands that. He has to. Jericho can lose, and it does not do an ounce of harm to Chris Jericho. He is Chris Jericho. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. I think Adam Cole is at a certain level, too. But, like, he just came back. This is his first big, big, big match since coming back. Um, Yeah. He needs to win and move his way up the card and kind of be towards the top here, you know? I don't know, man. He's no action Andretti. (laughs) But Oh, man. Yeah, Where where was that guy been? Is he in Ring of Honor? Is that where he is? Uh, He's uh, replacing Dante Martin right now. Oh, all right. He's he's Darius Martin's tag team partner uh, at the moment. All right, that's Um, good. Really, really, really springboarded himself after that Jericho win. (laughs) I was going to say that Jericho win on Dynamite was one of the better things AEW has still done. Uh, that was an amazing moment. And then they really, nothing really came up. Came. I don't know. Like, at least when I see action Andretti now, though, I'm not just like, oh, this guy's not going to do anything. I'm That's like, fair. Yeah, this guy's going to do something. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna see a good match, Houston. Yeah, they, did just, they also did just have a, like a, a good ma- a good ass match with the kingdom a fight without honor i love the so, kingdom i love the kingdom yeah like i, I don't know I'm, I'm not gonna slander him too hard but no 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 and then uh you know ryan in the like, chat saying gotta get my jokes kingdom. off still oh yeah i love yeah. the kingdom i think the kingdom you could have added to that list of tag teams and their heels they could have fought ftr yeah um, sure. uh, oh yeah you know that, oh, i i am from massachusetts the kingdom are from my my area here i have i have been fans of both Taven and Bennett and Maria Canellis, but Taven and Bennett specifically for a long, long time. I've seen them wrestle at friggin', you know, I know they make the joke bingo halls and high school gyms. I literally have seen them wrestle in that for a long time. Those dudes are special. They're good. Um, mm-hmm. And I would like, I, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be more on the ring of honor brand, most likely, uh, which is obviously where, you know, they've been there a long time. That's more than fine, but I think Synonymous. that's a tag team that you could throw up to AEW Anytime you want to do a short little feud with somebody, they're credible, former yep. Ring of Honor, World Heavyweight Champions, like they're credible people. 
former Ring of Honor tag team champions. Like you could, that's a team that I would oh, yeah. like to see in that spot at some point if Big it time. can happen. Big time. Um, um, unsanctioned match wise, though, like yeah, Adam Cole. Yeah, right. Adam Cole. Ad- Adam Cole got a win. Please, please don't keep Adam Cole and Roderick Strong like swirling around the Jericho vortex. For yes, this should be a long time. Yeah, maybe please. one more regular match after this, maybe, but maybe. it should be relatively like get this over with. It's it's been good. I'm not complaining. It's been good. Yeah. Let Cole get the win here, and then either move on or let him have one more match that Cole wins again. And okay. Then it's on to newer things. So. Yeah, I don't know. And like, given the fact that Adam Cole just had like two pretty serious concussions yeah. and missed a ton of time, I don't expect him to be like doing a majority of the bumping or like mm-hmm. on the receiving end of any insane shit here. Yeah. So I like, agree. I feel like you know, you know we're probably gonna like it. <laughs> give me that Chris. Give me a Chris Jericho crash pad bump to yeah. to, to end the match. That would work. That would work for me. Yeah. All right. We then we're down to our last two matches here. So we have Anarchy in the arena. Uh, it is the Blackpool Combat Club, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta going up against the newly reunited elite, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Adam, as JR would say, Hangman Page. Uh, that's what I call him. I call him Hangman every time. I don't I never call him Hangman. I go Hangman. Uh, Hangman. Adam Hangman Page. <laughs> this story. This match is gonna just fucking rule. Rule. Like it's just gonna rule. All right. Who, I have, who, who bleeds first? Moxley. He's gonna be bleeding before the match even starts. <laughs> uh, Coming out bloody. No, you think? No, you think Hangman or something like that? Omega. Oh God. You know? Brian Danielson. Nick Jackson. All right. All right, All right you're here first. Nick right, Jackson like could be the like first it. to bleed. Yeah. Um, this match is this match is going to be special. I think. Um, I think the story has been excellent. Um, the B the BCC is arguably my favorite thing in professional wrestling currently. Um, I love what they're doing. That promo that Moxley did last night was incredible. The delivery, how calm he was, how he built the match. I love that type of stuff. And Danielson as this like sinister heel is just so good, uh, especially as like he's kind of the, become the de facto like not leader of the group. Um, I love everything about it. And the Hangman return last week was just amazing. The eye patch I love, even though it's corny as hell. I love it. Um, this match should be a whole lot of fun. The first Anarchy in the Arena was just one of the better matches you'll ever see. It was just a blast. And with these yeah. eight guys, holy shit, holy shit, yeah. Um, Mike, I'll let you, I'll let you go. But like, how have you liked the build of this? How excited are you for this? And like, what do you think happens here? You think the BCC takes an L? You think the newly formed elite get that? You know, they get their revenge because the BCC has been torturing them for a little while here. Uh, so I've, I've I've loved the build for this. Uh, there has been a, like there's been a couple like promos and stuff for it where I've been like. But in general, like the whole build to it's been awesome because there's like there's so much AEW history coming together in this match. Mm-hmm. There's the elite reuniting, which has literally been like years in the making now. Uh and it's been t- they've been like tap dancing and tickling us with it for yep. literal like months since yep. Kenny. Yeah, like since Kenny's been healthy and been back, and they've 
gone more of a babyface direction as the elite. Mm-hmm. But then also like Kenny and Mox was one of the like first world title feuds and one of the most even before the world title was involved like they had that gnarly lights out match at full gear in 2021 yeah. oh yeah i think 20, so. no 2019 was it 2020 2019 i mean it was before the pandemic yes D- yes <laughs> i mean i think you can make an argument that moxley and omega has been the feud of aew like in its elite lucha bros Oh, that's a good one too. Okay. That's that's my that's my go-to. But okay. also singles wise, yeah, yeah, you they've they've singles been intertwined wise, with each other since the beginning of the company. When Moxley debuted at Double or Nothing, who would he attack? He attacked Omega, and it's exactly. And now you're talking four years later, they're in a match together, still hating it. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I, you know, yeah. There's that lore. There's Kenny and Brian. There's Hangman and Brian. Uh, then just on the top of it, like already Anarchy in the arena was like the first one was most people's match of the year last oh year. Oh my God. It was incredible. And then we're getting, we're getting it again. And then this time, like, it, you know, it, 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 everyone else, it's like the elite is obviously a huge upgrade from oh, yeah. the, the Jericho appreciation society, yeah. like in a, in a member for member yeah. comparison. So yeah, like sure. the, just on that per, you know, pre- just on that alone, it's got to be. Well, that we were kind of burnt out on the Jericho Appreciation side and like Pinnacle thing and all that. Yeah, mess. Like, it exactly. Was- by that point, uh, well, uh, but yeah, by that point, it's just like, why are we doing this? And then they did like Blood and Guts still like a month later. Um, yeah. uh, and then they did the Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho thing, which is why I'm like afraid for Adam Cole now. Yeah. yeah. You know, but. So, yeah, just everything about this match, like between all the lore it ties together and just like who's in it, what's going to ha- like what the stipulations are. And then on top of it, Mox was like, this is going to be the most sickening, violent, crazy thing you're ever going to see, man. You know, so like uh, <laughs> Blood, uh, bloodiest match in AEW, most like, violent match in AEW history. He called it. He called. Yeah, he called it. And like we've so we've seen a literal Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho death match. Yep. Uh, panes of glass and light tubes and all mm-hmm. and you know we've had all like there if you look back on the lights out and unsanctioned match history in AEW, they've had some gnarly ones Dude, like Britt baker and thunder rosa the first was and thunder rosa. incredible joey janella yep. had some yeah joey janella and kenny omega i was uh, at that that was the second ever dynamite they taped that for rampage and it was yeah. Yeah, that was uh, dark. No, it wasn't right? even yeah. a rampage. It was a dark. dark. Yeah, they taped it, was, it for yeah. dark, and it was Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega in like an un, like a street like an unsanctioned no holds barred match, and it that's was the guy fucking that, wild. That's a guy that doesn't get enough credit for all the. It work was he did wild. Joey Janela? Joey Janela rules. Yeah. yeah, Joey Janela doesn't get enough credit for all the work he does everywhere. Period. Yeah, he's one of the, he's one of the most unnecessarily slandered wrestlers ever because he does some crazy shit that doesn't sit well with like old heads and purists, yeah. and suck my balls. Joey Janela's fucking <laughs> off. Joey, Joey Janela's yeah. fucking. That's awesome. another hill. He was he was yeah, integral I, in the beginning yeah. of AEW. I that I, a hill I will die on is that Joey Janela is one of the most important, in, one of the most important wrestlers of the last decade. Mm. Yeah, he, he's no, definitely no. underappreciated. Definitely yeah. underappreciated. But yeah, I was live for that match with Omega, and it was wild. Um, yeah, this match is going to be... If you have Moxley on air on one of your shows saying it's going to be the most violent match in AEW history, it's going to be the most yeah. violent match in AEW history. That's what yeah. it's going to be. 
And like Kenny has done these mo- matches in AW and Mox has too. Brian's got pretty bloody in AW and so is Hangman. But like Claudio, Wheeler, and the Young Bucks are the like X factor for me in this of like that's why I think Nick Jackson's gonna be the first one to bleed because they're just gonna be like everyone's gonna expect it to be any of those first yeah. four guys. Yeah, you know? probably right. Yeah. And Wheeler actually Yuda even mocks literally like horror movie. I was, at, I was lucky enough. Him. I was lucky enough to be that that one too live because that was wow. in Boston and that was Boston a fucking gets, scene. Oh, Boston gets that was a crazy scene, show. bro. Yeah, the, the second ever Dynamite I saw a Private Party like, the Young Bucks in that tag blood. tournament, which oh, was crazy, yeah. which was bananas. Yeah, everyone went bananas. And then that same night for Dark was the Janela Omega match. Then I was also there when Hangman was in the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man guy. That oh shit! Moment yeah. I was there for in Boston. And then that same night on Rampage, it was Moxley versus Wheeler Yuta, and they made Wheeler Yuta a star that night. That match yeah. was fucking – that was the match that everyone, when we were leaving, everyone was like, holy shit. So just know if AEW goes to Boston, some shit's going to go It's down. wild times. Bro. No, they're debuting at TD Garden soon. Yes, they're going to the Garden, which is like – So place. they have been going to this arena called the Gannis Arena, which is where the BU, Boston University Terriers, play hockey. It's like an 8,000 seat arena. The garden holds 19,000 people. That is a significant upgrade. That's where the Bruins and the Celtics. It's it's Boston's United Center. Correct. Bruh. But anyway, yeah, no, I am. I am lucky. I am lucky. I've seen some big moments in AEW history so far. But um, so, Mike, before we kind of let Pluggo go off on how he's feeling about it, who do you think? Speaking of the Boston Celtics, they're winning by 20 right now. Okay. anyway, um. So uh, who do you think's winning here? Do you think the elites winning, or do you think the BCC kind of continues their uh, their rampage? No pun intended. <laughs> this is at like uh, this is one I've been flipping a coin on really hard actually, because like it feels like it should be super easy. It's like oh the the elite just got back together and they've been honey dicking us on it for fucking ages. It's the elite, but also like you know to continue with the elite didn't beat the lucha bros at full gear yeah and they you know like that was a talking point of the elite the whole time like at the beginning of AEW, it's like they never win they just put everyone over all the time yeah they lost the house of black and the trio yeah. match as well like they you know they yeah exactly yeah. so it's like i i i you, you could almost do more story-wise with it by having the elite lose than like by having them be like that yay we're back together victory and for that reason i actually picked bcc okay I like that because, yeah, if they do lose, then that is like you can lean into like, should we be together still? Like, you know, you can lean into like a layered story, right? Where like, yeah. oh, we all got back together. We were happy, blah, blah, blah. But then we lost like, you know, yeah. and then you can dive into multiple layers or in yeah. that story. They, and like Kenny Omega still doesn't know that like. No, he does. Oh, he officially does. They yeah, BTE or something. Yeah, they did it as a like uh, you know you know when they do the the cartoon at the end of BC and then sometimes yeah. they like with the music and then they do yeah. another little thing. They did it there. Okay, like, I was gonna say he still doesn't yeah. know that like Matt kind of yeah. gave Hangman the nod of approval like yeah, you can no, beat him. Go was, ahead. Yeah, uh, if you ha- if you had yeah, uh, I'm sorry if I spoiled BTE for anyone. No, you're good. You're good. I'm not caught it. up I'm, by any means. Okay, but, but it was yeah. actually hilarious the way they did it too because right, it wasn't good. it was so unserious. <laughs> Uh, well, we got Misfit, and I guess we're well. We're leading up to the main event. Plug. I'm obviously going to let you talk about Anarchy in the Arena, but Misfit is saying that Anarchy in the Arena should be the main event on Sunday. I feel like they're they're going to main event the world title match, which we saved to talk about last. But 
Um, well, also, yeah, also like the the whole time going into that tournament, that like mini tournament that the yeah. three other pillars did, they literally said it's for a it's for the main event, yeah. the main event to double or nothing. Yeah. So, all right, Plugo, talk to That's me. Has the, the, the world title not ever main evented AW pay per view outside? I think like there was that unsanctioned. Well, I think they do unsanctioned. They've done unsanctioned lights out things. I think double. Uh, Double or nothing. The first one back with fans at Daly's place. They ended with Stadium Stampede because they right. had that's right. they had the they had the screw job finish in the triple threat match for yeah, the uh, world title. That's right. Oh, that's a good um, so for me, blood and the blood and AW matches. My baseline is always Cody Dustin. Like, are we gonna have more? Are we gonna have less? Because <laughs> that just they painted that entire canvas. Like you said, Mike. And I don't know where to lean here. It's a coin flip. Like there's so many things you could do with it. I think the elite need a win here. I mean, but there is a lot of story you could tell with them losing. Maybe like the BCC, like does Takeshita get involved? Don Callis get involved? Because it's anarchy in the arena. A lot can go down Mm -hmm. where you could have the elite pull out a win and maybe the Blackpool Combat Club gets so pissed off that we get that blood and guts five on five, maybe in a, on a bushy shows up, you know. I don't know. There's a lot that could go uh, down. I was, was going to mention a bushy. I was going to be like a bushy flo- floating is, out there a little bit too. There, so. You could go Ibushi so many different, so Ibushi many different could, ways. A bushy could show up at the end of this match and help the elite win. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. And then it's like, then you've got just a pissed off Danielson and Moxley going, put us in a cage, lock it, throw the key away. Let's get we, you know, let's get weird in a blood gut scenario yeah. where you're like it could just something, anything, yeah, yeah. So I, I have a feeling the elite are gonna have their hands held high at the end of this thing. But again, you could tell me the the BCC is gonna win, and I'd be like, yep, I'm in. I don't care. Doesn't matter. This is one of those matches. I don't, I don't care. I just want to <laughs> see it. Yeah, I think I'm kind of there too. Like I do think I am going to pick the elite to officially like you know, pick somebody, but I could see this going either way. And I am not going to, I'm not going to be unsatisfied with either way. Like I'm going to be like, cool, man. Cause I just know it's going to slap. It's just going to absolutely rule and and it's just going to dominate the night. I would be shocked if we don't leave double or nothing with this being the match that everybody is talking about. Like, holy shit, that was crazy. And then you got to follow it. (laughs) It's like the staple talk of the show match for like the last, because even going back to the double or nothing that I mentioned that had the triple threat, like that stadium stampede, Jericho appreciations or the inner circle, sorry, yeah, w- beating the pinnacle in that stadium stampede to like send everyone home happy. Everyone was like, that was better than last year's stadium stampede, even, yep. Yep. you know, like that. Yeah, those arena, bro- AW does like these gimmicky matches so freaking good. They do, they nail it. I mean, I just don't even, know how even you a- follow that. Like that's yeah, my I mean, problem. Necess- well, you don't necessarily have to have it right before the main event. You could do it. Yeah, I feel like you this, know what I mean. Yeah. You could do it at a, at the middle point of the show or something like that. Or you could even open with it if you really wanted to. How do you destroy uh, an arena? <laughs> yeah, right at right right away, right off the jump. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be somewhere in the middle of the show, and then they're gonna just like stick the tag title match on after it or something. Yeah, or I think like, it'll be one of those. It'll be that. It, it yeah, it'll be that tag match with FTR or whatever. That's kind of right before you know. It'll be something of that nature. Yeah, they'll yeah they'll put something. They got a like they, so they have that unsanctioned match. They have the ladder match. They have the yeah. anarchy in the ring. There's gonna yeah. be there is that man. The underneath of that ring is just gonna be loaded with plunder. Oh my god, 
There's going to be wild. They've got they uh, they so much out, blood. They cleared There's out so a whole blood. home hardware for this for this for this show. Hundred percent. All right, we are to the main event. It is the four pillars. Fatal? No, I'm sorry. They don't say fatal four way. That's uh, that's the other company that does that. <laughs> it is the four pillars four way match. Warren is talking. Yeah, well. Warren Hayes. Yeah, he yelled at me once. Uh, AEW <laughs> World Champ. He did on my show. He yelled at me. He deserves it. If anybody can yell at me, it can be him. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I said no, fatal four way once, and then I said triple threat, and he was like, "No, no, no." <laughs> We're not talking about that. I was like, "Okay." Uh, pillar the four pillars four way match for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. It is the champion MJF. Defending against Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and Darby Allen. Before we dive into the match, uh, there has been a mixed bag, I feel like, uh, when it comes to how people are feeling about the build here. I personally have not had a problem with the build. I think it's been okay. Do I think it could have been better? I think some of the promo work, early on at least, could have been a little better. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm excited for the match. I'm expecting the match to be great. Uh, with these four, I'm expecting it to be a pretty damn good match here. Um, but how have you felt, Mike, about the build leading into it? How, like, on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you for for this match? And then, kind of, give us your thoughts and who you think is uh, is leaving as champion. So, like, for me, at the end of the day, the thing I ninety ninety six ish percent of what I care about in pro wrestling is what happens in the ring. Yeah. So. Yeah, like the in-ring is what matters the most to me. That's why indie wrestling appeals so much to me because of it's not insanely storyline driven. It's just usually like two dope wrestlers cooking somehow. Yeah. So like match wise, I'm so I'm bricked up for this one Mm because like any combination of these two in singles has already proven to be exceptional. Yeah, very Uh, Max and Darby was the best match of full gear last year. Mm-hmm. Max or, and Jungle well, Boy, years, or, or sorry, two years ago. Yeah. But either way, don't at me. That was that that the, the show peaked with the opening match. Yep. Um. And yeah, like every every other time that they've wrestled has proven it. Like Sammy and Darby have had great matches. Mm-hmm. Max and Jungle Boy had a good. You know, it 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 it's all good. I, just, I and I, I I like I like the match and I like how we got here, but it was like a bumpy ride. Yeah. There was parts of it where I was like, yeah, all right, this is cool. You know, this is this was a really good way to do this. Like the the first night alone, like what the way they set it up. We're oh, like, I loved it. Yeah, we're like, I can't remember the order of who all came out each time. I think like Jungle Boy came out. It was out Jungle first. Boy first, and then and I think Darby it was, was last. So I think yeah, it was, it was like Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy Sammy, Darby. Darby, yeah. But like, so I like the way that they set that up. You know what I mean? Where it was like, because by the time Sammy's music hit and he was walking out, you're like, Darby's got to be coming out too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, all of that was cool how they built it up. There's some, like, just some of the promos were, they didn't hit with me. Yeah. Um, and so like, I like the approach where you play to people's strengths and mask their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sammy and MJF having some mic time. Especially MJF, obviously, like yeah. one of the, you know, he's one of the best talkers in wrestling. And I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, it's, you know, the twenty minute Max is gonna just come out and disparage the crowd and say the same shit. But like that's his thing. He comes out and does that. Like, yeah, he, that's better than mo- better than, and, and, better and, than and, almost it, anybody. It, it, exactly, it's what he does, and he does it amazing. 
So, yeah. like, yeah, he's going to come out and cut a promo and say generally the same kind of stuff that you always hear, but it's okay. Like, I don't, you know, it works for me, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, what do I want him to do differently that, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I so, I just, I think that they could have used Darby and Jungle Boy less on the microphone and more mm-hmm. like, you know, like you, you could still have told the story just through like run ins and saves and attacks. Yeah without them really talking that much, you still could have kind of told the story of their intentions with how they interacted with people in the beatdowns. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't have to do, they didn't have to like carry as much dialogue wise, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I, and also, cause like now it, I, like, I feel like it's painted on the wall about jungle boy that he's probably, you know, going to turn heel. I, well, I was going to, yeah, I was going to lead into like, that after. Yeah. There's a lot like of people it, thinking that. Yeah, like, so, and I, I, you know, like, I feel like it, you could have had him make some saves or go to make a save and then not, and, like, you could have just, you, you could have pushed him in this direction just through actions alone and not, we, we didn't have to hear Jungle Boy try to talk. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like, I even think, I even think the vignettes they did were good. Like, yeah. the vignettes, like, they could have done mm-hmm. more of those instead of, and I get it, like, these guys are considered the pillars. They are considered the future of the company. Like they do need in ring mic time. Like they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, like if you know it's a weakness of somebody, like yes, give them the time to work on it. But you could have done other things to make it. Yeah, it was like some of the junk. Jun- and I don't want to feel like I'm ragging on Jungle Boy because I think he's very. I think he's spectacular. Um, but it's clearly that you know that's the the part of his game that he needs to work on the most is, is his promos. And you could have made, you could have saved face a little bit more with him by like, kind of not. And I'm all for like, you know, you can't never have these people talk on the mic. They need to get better and you get better by doing right. Mm -hmm. So like, it's kind of a slippery slope, but I I do feel like you could have thrown in maybe another week of vignettes as a as opposed to like a second Mm -hmm. or third in ring promo where they're really just saying the same stuff that they said the first time about how, they did it the right way. Max is a piece of shit. He, he cheated. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden you turn Sammy Guevara babyface within the last like two weeks out of nowhere. Dude's been a heel for the last year. And I, then you're like, all of a sudden he's working it. He's working. Yeah. And, and now all of a sudden, it's, and I think that's where the jungle boy thing comes in. Cause it's like, why are there three big, ba- you know, like I get it. The three of them are kind of like baby faces against like Max. Max is the devil. He's the evil guy. And the three of us need to make sure that one of us, leaves as the champion because that guy mm. is not good for this place type of thing right I, so i get that but at the same time like it just feels awkward like why would you turn and it's like it was just like a switch like a baby face white meat baby face for guevara talking about his heart I, and how he you know, it's just uh, it's kind of out of nowhere you know well, misfit to that point christian hasn't done anything since losing to jungle boy to warrant a title match himself that is true yeah you're not wrong no misfit's not wrong there he's no, 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 no nobody's he's not wrong i'm just saying not wrong there yeah i agree i agree <laughs> but i don't like sammy like sammy flipping i at least like at least they had a good way to explain it of like yeah mjf trying mjf to left him you know and then his wife like appealed to his sensibilities uh now you could 
what I question more is why Ty suddenly <laughs> has morals, but, yeah. but also like it's, you know, it, it, it's her husband and someone's, you know, taking advantage of him in, in, in MJF. So, you know, it makes more sense that she's like, Hey, you know, this guy's a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. So there was like at least some story elements that prompted Sammy to have a change of behavior. Um, uh so you know i i don't know i vibe with it i like i'm a i'm a married man and i can say that if anyone has influenced changes in behavior uh in my life more than anyone else it's probably my wife <laughs> so like i don't know to me i'm like yeah like, yeah all right maybe yeah maybe yeah. sammy's a good guy after all again um the other thing for it to me too is like the most I've enjoyed Sammy Guevara is when he was a baby face. And I he agree. Was, I do like, agree about that. Yes. He was like, when he beat Miro for the TNT title, I fucking jumped out of my chair. Like I yeah. was, I was full tilt. Like I, people, I don't know if people forget that point in time. Like I know recency bias no. does a lot with people, but like there was definitely a time where like Sammy Guevara was inarguably a hot baby face getting oh, yeah. people down as fuck for it. Oh yeah. If you take Max like, out of the equation, he's the guy that I would, without a doubt, be like, he would be the, you know what I mean? Like, he's the guy for me that separates from the other two. It's hmm. just, we can't get away from, like, the whole he's a D-bag type, yeah. type stuff. As, yeah, And they like, tried it in this spot. It just felt like it was, like, super, like, forced. Like, they didn't, like, ease into it at first. It was like, oh, uh, you know, I'm a... I get it. The three of them against Max. So, you know, we want them to feel sympathetic, but it was like, that's not what he was doing a week ago. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, and the, my, and the, it did seem like it worked instantaneously because he got a super good reaction in Texas, but he's also from Texas. Yeah. From Texas. So yeah. like he's going to get a more welcome response there mm -hmm. this week. It wasn't so much. But like also it wasn't the nuclear shower of booze he's used to. Yeah. So Definitely. like you could you could say it's not working that, you know, they're trying to flip him. But like if you look at the reactions to him like a month ago, if he was to come to the ring and it's like you only hear things that rhyme with ooh. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, OK, like on Wednesday that you could hear some mild applause coming from some sections of the crowd for him. And it's like, yeah. holy shit, claps for Sammy Gravar in twenty twenty three. I know, dude. It's wild in this, in this in economy. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good in the ring. I think that he it's hard not like. Yeah, that's it's hard. Not I to, think. My God, I think that's like why for me, I'm like, yeah, because again, like for, the in ring is so important to me, and like Sammy's undeniable. Like, oh my God, he's one of the best. One best, of the best. He has the best cutter highlight in all of pro wrestling. Period. With that latter one on Cody, Cody? nobody's. Oh my god! Yeah, that's the best. That's the best cutter anyone's ever hit, taken, and nobody's touching it for years to come. Probably. And the craziest part about that was Cody didn't have to do that shit because he was leaving anyway. He wasn't even under contract. Yeah, he was just like, "Let's do this." <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like, he was also like, "Hey, put me through a burning table." As yeah, well. let's, was, let's do all this stuff. It was like, bro. Yeah, I'm on a, I'm on, I'm on a per appearance deal right now, but I'm gonna get <laughs> fucked up for your company. Well, we all, we all assume that like Jericho, or not Jericho, MJF is winning this thing, right? I mean, there's I, not yeah, a I chance in hell they're pulling no. the trigger on anybody else. I mean, I, again, no. I can't, I can't. No, 
And yeah. Misfit even yeah. says MJF is totally winning, but if AEW were to have him drop the title, it should be Darby. And I feel yeah. like, yeah, if anybody's going to beat MJF for the title in this match, it will be Darby, but MJF is not losing. Why? So he can take it to the top of Mount Everest? Maybe. 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 I, I, I do not see MJF losing this match at all. I think part of the reason, maybe. And again, I'm more like Mike. I'm, I'm excited for this match anyway because I know the match is going to be dope. And um, again, I haven't been 100% against the build. I just think it could have been a little better. But um, yeah, MJF's not losing that title. He's not losing that title anytime soon. No. And uh, it's just not happening. Um, it's, and I it, think that it, that... Do you think that's taken away from? Do you think that's part of the excitement kind of not being maybe where it should be? Is that everyone is kind of looking at this match and going, "Well, obviously MJF's winning." Wouldn't that, that also away make? Wouldn't that also make this kind of the most insane match to do a title change on? Then though, no, oh my god, yeah. Well, my Just thought was like it, it, like it, like yeah, it's a very foregone conclusion. It feels like. Oh yeah. I think so. I felt like this would have been one of these, this match, if you did it, like if you want to do this, MJF's taking the title and running to WWE in 2024 when his contract's up, like that would be the time to pull like the last, the pillars with that last stitch effort of like, and then MJF wins there. Now that's a shocker, but it just felt like they, they did it a little early, but yeah. I still have like, the match is going to rule. Oh, these yeah. four are going to prove like, and if they're the main event, they've got they've got the anarchy in the arena and all that other stuff that we just talked about. To live up, and they want to steal the show. They want to be the reason people are leaving. So, or mm -hmm. leaving, you know, they want to be the reason people are talking at the end of the night. Like, holy shit, these four are the future. Mm -hmm. Win, lose, or draw. I think it's going to be an awesome match, regardless of what they decide. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And that, folks, is Double or Nothing. It should be a really, really good show coming up this Sunday night. Mike, we want to thank you for joining us thank you. Uh, tonight. This was a really fun time. Open door policy, as always. You are welcome to come back anytime you're itching, man. You just hit us up on social media. You say, don't hey. Don't say that. I'll never leave, brother. Hey, I mean, I, I don't think Plugger and I would care, to be honest. Hey, with you. I don't hey think Zach, we we'll need a graphic that says uh, two, uh, between, yeah, between two and, two and, and a half beards, beards uh, coming up over the next couple of weeks. But honestly, beards. Uh, there you go. There you beards, go. beards, beards, the beards, the beards. Um, beards, let the people know. Beards, oh beards, beards. I'm gonna do it. Beards, beards, oh, beards, no. beards, beards, beardly beards. It's beardly beards. Oh god. Oh, what a time. That's what um, happens when you go into overtime. On I know. We went into overtime there. tonight. Boom. Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. No, you do not apologize. We have, we have, we're fault. open. Yeah, T it is T.Y. Jackson's fault. It truly is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, true. He we'll, came in here and started shooting and shit. Yeah, we'll, yep. we'll, yeah. we'll just blame him. But um, <laughs> a lot of fun. A lot of chat about AEW. I'm stoked when we kind of deep dive into things like that. So, But, Mike, let the people know where they can find you on social medias, where they can find your show that you do. Uh, just kind of plug your stuff and let the people know. Uh, yeah, so you can find me uh, on Twitter. Great. I never get this right. I it happens every, to me every time. I'm I've been doing this for two weeks. Yeah, every time. Right there, that's my Twitter handle. It's like the only social I use, basically. Uh, although, same on Twitch. Follow it now. If you want to support me, you could even subscribe to it now. 
But when Fight Forever drops, I'm literally going to do oh like a 12-hour stream yeah. on release day. My Twitch is being fully reactivated. I'm working on some new graphics and new videos and stuff for it now. So when Fight Forever comes out, I'm I I I, I am an AEW Fight Forever streamer. Uh, I have been a variety streamer up until this point. That's changing. Yeah. But yeah, you can find so Twitter Mike is indie. Uh, oh, it's actually Mike from Indeed on Twitch. Shit. Okay. Mike from okay. Indeed. Sorry. Sounds uh, like we're gonna have to have you on some blowing off stream because we're in the talks of playing that on Saturday night sometime soon. So yeah, we have Absolutely. a we have a we have a video game stream uh, that we do on Saturdays called Blowing Off Stream where we get together and we kind of shoot the shit, play some games, drink a little bit, have a good time. Very oh. cash. So if you're ever available on a Sunday evening, uh, Saturday evening, and we're doing it, we'll have to lump you in, man. We'll yeah, gen- in. generally always. My weekend is usually like me with my two monitors, and one monitor has either an indie show or something that I'm watching, and the other is like I'm playing Warcraft or League of Legends or something. Love so, it. Love it. Uh, right. but yeah, uh, indeed, Wednesdays, Fightful Overbooked, 6 p.m., me, Righteous Reg, talking about our favorite independent wrestling everything that we saw over the last week or uh talking about independent wrestling with some guests we just had mlj on from uh this week the uh the voice of game changer wrestling we kind of talked about how like the consumption of how we take in our independent wrestling has changed over the last you know couple decades he talked a little bit about some of the gc gcw discourse that you hear online Mm. check that out and then yeah, like, I don't know, get in my DMs. I'll come on your show and do stuff. Like, you know, I'm yeah. here, which means if you have a show, I might be there too. Love uh, it. Love you just got to ask. Yeah, for sure. Pluggo, <laughs> do the Good. thing, brother. Do the thing so we get out of here. All right, well, I'm at Pluggo underscore on Twitter. Pluggo loves wrestling on all the other social media platforms. You can find me this Sunday morning at 9, 9 a.m. with Blair from Grainmaker Pod talking independent wrestling on our channel here called for exposure new show we're doing because we're doing the same thing mike we're talking about all the independent wrestling we love which we're going to be breaking down some love pro wrestling that's happening tomorrow night on our twitch channel twitch.tv slash love wrestling ca like ty jackson was on earlier he's facing michael richard allen clark in a street fight for number one contendership you got all of our favorites zoe sager's gonna be there mrb it's gonna be wild it's gonna be a great show i don't have the graphic pulled up I think we dropped the ball on that this week. Yeah, we but don't have a graphic. Go to Love Wrestling CA on all social media platforms to get the full card. Jack Pride's scramble match with TFA Reed Matthews, the Wiley Veteran, Jared Rogers, and Mo Jabari. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a it's gonna be a banger tomorrow night, 9 p.m. And then stay tuned at our show page at B2 Beards for all the updates on everything we're doing. And I guess you could catch me on our on our Patreon channel. You want a little plug behind the paywall, baby, with Grainmaker Pot breaking down double or nothing with Blair. So rock and yeah. roll. You can find me at JPJ Loves Gaming on the Twitter and Twitch machine, much like Mike. I really play MLB the show the most right now, currently. Um, really kind of that's where my wheelhouse is. But once AEW Fight Forever comes out, we are going to be playing the shit out of that game. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, but you can find me, JPJ Loves Gaming, as it is right there on the Twitter and on the Twitch. You can find me every Wednesday after AEW Dynamite with Big Money Drew. Uh, we do yeah. firmly AEW talking about Dynamite. You can find me every Thursday right here at 8 o'clock with Pluggo for Between Two Beards. Um, yeah. What are you doing Other tomorrow than, night? 
Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, Jude, come you're on, here. bro. This is why you're here <laughs> tomorrow night. Josh Robinson, our good friend, Love Wrestling's own Josh Robinson. I will be on his channel live at 8 p.m. Right when SmackDown starts, we are doing a WWE 2K23 live sim of Night of Champions. We do these every time there is a WWE pay per view. It's a lot of fun. Crazy shit happens. But this one is even more special because we are doing a charity stream, obviously with the event being in Saudi, and they're not the greatest of peeps. Uh, so we are doing a charity stream where we'll be raising money for uh, the LGBTQ community in yeah. Australia, where Josh is from. Hell so that, yeah. that is go. what we're going to be doing. That is at 8 o'clock tomorrow night on Josh Robinson's channel. I believe it is twitch.tv slash Josh Robinson underscore double zero. So you that's where we'll be. I remember that? Because I love that stream, and I was supposed to. You guys said the next one I'm going to be on. You didn't want to be on it. You you free, bro? I can't. It's birthday weekend next. That's week. what I hear. Yeah. But Shout yeah, out check to into Oliver, that. That's be, dog. Happy birthday, bro. Yeah, that's going to be Eight. a lot of fun. So if you if you are around tomorrow night, it'll be on my socials. Check it out. It'll be good. And if you can, you know, nobody, you know, we're not, you know, if you can raise money, donate to a good cause, that would be great too. But we understand money is, you know, it is what it is. But if you can just show up and support, that would be a great thing. I'll be there. You um, never know. I might just show up. Blame the yeah, kids. You never know. Right. No, I just had to throw yeah. that in there. Kids birthday party. I can't do it. Of course. Exactly. You never know. You never know. Exactly. I might show up. It might not. You never know. I'll, yeah, I'll be in the chat at least. All right. Sure. All right, Mike, thank you again for joining us tonight. We appreciate it a lot. And we're not joking around. Like, honestly, like anytime you feel like chatting some wrestling, you will, will, will connect and we'll get Make this thing work. happening. Cause this was a lot of fun. Pluggo. Love you, buddy. Love Everybody you in the chat. Thank you uh, for all your comments tonight. We appreciate you all. And you know, the drill. Until next time, peace. Peace out.